Spartans, prepare for glory. Oh, oh, oh. We're going, we don't need roads. Here we go with another episode of Off Topic with the Movie Guys. I'm Sean Macy, and sitting across from me, as always... Welcome to episode 28, 28, everyone. I know, it feels like it's a lot more than that. Well, it is, but not from an episode point of view. We have like many other categories. Yeah, I think we've put out almost 100. I'm going to say that. It's not right, it's no. wrong. Uh, I, it's, it's, definitely, <laughs> it's definitely over 60 and under 100. Okay, all right, interesting. Yeah, pieces of content. Lots of content, yeah. This, though, well, <laughs> epic two, three, four-hour shows, this is episode 28. That's right, yes. And uh, look, what, what are we going to look at this episode? I just want to run through it, because I, I don't usually go through what we're going to look at. Yeah, and I've people been told that I should. They could be still listening three hours going, what's going on? Yeah, when's he going to get to? Oh, he's yeah. not doing it today. <laughs> uh, all right, so what we're going to look at today is obviously You realise if yeah. you say it up front, we've got to stick to it. I know, that's the other problem as well. See, you don't know kids but uh we do a little editing behind the scenes and sometimes we run out of time <laughs> because jason waffles on oh my on god you are the king of waffling yeah if if, if i was a like a vigilante i'm gonna say vigilante because i don't want to be a superhero i don't want to be a yeah, villain yeah. i'd be called You'd waffler, be the waffler. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be one of the people that turn up in mystery men you remember yeah, that movie yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, waffle. <laughs> I have like waffle lines on my hands or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what is your skill? I talk your ears to death. <laughs> Excuse me, that's offensive. That, that's really offensive. I tell some great stories, like how I'm drinking vodka with water. <laughs> oh, cheers. Yeah. So, how is that alcoholic water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. But so, look, what we're going to look at this episode, we're going to look at news that happens, of course. Then we can go into the segment that we introduced last week called Riddle Me This. Yeah. We, yeah. We play a little game. Jason uh, sort of goes through, uh, you know, question by question, uh, what is this film? See if you can guess it. We had some good yeah. feedback. So, we thought, you know what? Let's do round two. Let's do it again. Uh, then we've got another new uh, sort of segment called Have You Seen? Mainly based around the fact that, you know, Jay and I worked at video stores all our lives and a lot of the um, skill that we have is being able to recommend films to people. And we're so yeah. far beyond the 90s uh, or anything before that <laughs> that a lot of people that listen to this haven't seen some gems, like, gems absolute yeah. gems. Uh, so we're going to try and find those ones, not ones that you can go into the top 200, 250 on a um, IMDb list, list or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, But ones that sort of... Like it won't be seven... Or Matrix. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But these ones fall between the cracks a little bit. Yeah. So we'll look at that. And then we're going to go to a segment we haven't done for a while. Because we always run out of time. <laughs> we always run out of time. <laughs> it's two drunk guys and a bucket. Yeah. Oh, so what have you been up to, mate? 
Man, I uh, a couple of little things. Um, obviously, we had UFC Melbourne on the weekend. Yes. So, uh, unfortunately, our man Whitaker had to pull out because of a hernia. Yada, yada, yada. Every, yeah. All of Australia probably knows this. Maybe the rest of the world don't. But that was a really big event in UFC Melbourne at Rod Laver Arena. Uh, still, the main event was um, Israel versus Silver. Uh, you and I watched it together with a couple of mates. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was great. So really, really uh, good event. So I did that Sunday. And Saturday night, I um, spent uh, some quite romantic time with uh, with my mate uh, in, at Lovelands. Oh, right. Yeah, who, who, was, uh, who was that mate? It was well, you. Why wasn't, oh, <laughs> I was going to say, why wasn't I invited? Yeah, yeah, you were. You were there. <laughs> yeah, so it was just a local um, festival. Um, yeah, it was just uh, by the council. It was a lot of fun, actually, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of surrounding Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. by the time this is out, definitely, definitely Valentine's be Day. It'll be behind us. I haven't even thought about it. You, so, so we're, okay, on that, uh, are you a Valentine's Day celebrator? Uh, not really, no. I... I'd have to say no unless I feel like I have to, <laughs> to okay. be honest. Now, the reason being is that I, I'd rather just, you know, do something special randomly at random times throughout the year rather than just on that one day. But Do you? Know, you? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably not as much as I should, Yeah. to be honest. I mean, I just haven't seen these random Oh, no, I do. I mean, maybe, maybe. Personally. Maybe when I was, you know, in the first five years, it was, you know, quite frequent. <laughs> now it's it's random as in years apart. No, I do, I do, I do. Um, in my different ways. What was this a target on me? <laughs> I saw. Am I the Grinch of Valentine as well? Uh, no, no, no. Um, both my wife and I are in agreement. We look if we are doing nothing, we'll go and have a dinner. Uh, but. Otherwise, yeah, it's just kind of – it's one of those days that falls by the wayside. We have other things that we're more interested in. Yeah. And uh, – But even if you do do a random, oh, let's go out for dinner because we feel like it, then on that night it's really hard to get in if you haven't booked. And, you know, so you kind of got to do a bit of prep on it. And I don't know. I, I think um, – look, do you know what? I think Valentine's Day is really nice for young love. I think that's. I was going to say yeah, that it seems cute, it seems like a nice. real um, single thing as well. Like yeah. it's a way to be able to ask somebody out sure. with a reason. Yeah. Well, if you're not doing anything, it's Valentine's Day. You should be with someone. How about you go out with me? So yeah, we had the local festival at uh, our um, local suburb. They blocked off a couple of lanes, <laughs> and you and I spent it together. <laughs> yeah, 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 with with our families. Without yeah, and it was quite nice. They just had some food vans, a couple of live acts, a couple of um, you know live music. Yeah, and uh, we managed to escape from the fam for a couple of beers down the pub. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally. Well, for me, literally uh, two beers. <laughs> yeah, and why is that? I just didn't feel like drinking that night, mate. So uh, you know, I had to drive yeah. and. So, well, yeah. that's pretty much all I've been up to. So what have you been up to? Uh, I've well, heard all about it and you're about to tell the world. Uh, right. Well, uh, I actually, uh, I've now accepted a job. No. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm starting uh, this week. I might have mentioned it last episode a little bit, but I am starting this week on Dancing with the Stars. Right. Uh, no, I won't be dancing. <laughs> I am a star. Uh, I will be working with the floor managing team. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah. 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 So and they've already put the odds out on who they think will win. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's. I don't even know who's in the show yet. Yeah, so I've right. got to I've got to start researching that before I turn up in three days' time. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, part of the job is you need to know exactly everything about everybody. Right. Okay. Yeah. You can't like need that's to go and find 
Well, I know one of the hosts, Amanda Keller. So if I need to go and find Amanda Keller, I need to know what she looks like. Do you want to have a look at who's in the Sure, in yeah, dancing? yeah, tell me, yeah. And I'll, see, I'll tell you if I know them or not. Yeah, okay, um, bear with me for a second. This was yeah. completely unprepared. No, but look, anyway, uh, I'll be working out the back of what they call back of house, which is uh, just outside a studio, uh, working with wardrobe and makeup and, and sort of wor- uh, getting all of the stars, the dancers, all that sort of stuff ready for the show and then transporting them into the show. So you like the conduit? Sure. That's another superhero yeah. name. There you go. Actually, your uh, what did you call it before? Not superhero. Your vigilante. Vigilante. Yeah. Your vigilante name is the waffler, <laughs> yeah. and your superhero name is the, the conduit. Yeah. Okay. So odds. Denise Scott. Is, uh, name sounds familiar. She's like an old school TV host. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jet Kenny. Is I think um, Grant it, Grant's son. Oh right, maybe? yeah. So Lisa Curry Kenny's son. Son. Okay, uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Google. Again, I know the name. Yeah, I know the name. I'm thinking yeah. comedian, but I don't know. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what gave What gave that away? <laughs> comedian. <laughs> uh, Constance Hall. Uh, I I know of her because uh, she's been in the um, the news lately um, with people uh, bullying. Her yeah. on social media. Yeah. 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 Uh, this one's interesting. Oh, man, this is great for me. Sir Kirtley Ambrose. Oh, yeah. He's okay. a West yeah, Indies yeah, yeah. Uh, cricketer from the 80s, early, early 90s, I'm going to say. Yeah, maybe early 90s, early 90s yeah, 90s, but certainly yeah. late, yeah, late 80s. Oh, love him. Yeah. Fast bowler. Yeah. Uh, that, fast. That's, uh, that's someone who I grew up with as well, so I'm mm. very excited about oh, that. Oh, that's good. Uh, Michelle Bridges, who you know. Yeah, I've worked yeah, with her before, yeah. She's in it. That'll be good. Uh, Miguel. Which means that Steve, the commando, might be around since they're still married and he's just he was on Survivor last year. Miguel Maestro. I think uh, Miguel is from um, um, that home and home improvements show. Uh, um, no. You know, the host, uh, you just mentioned her name. Oh, uh, Amanda Keller. Amanda Keller. Her yeah. show, I think Miguel is no, the cook know. who does. Okay. I think that's who they're talking about. I just didn't know his last name. Um, Olympia Valance. Again, know the name. Cassandra Thorburn. I know the last name. I can't say I know the first name. Samuel Johnson. I like Samuel Johnson. He's an actor from The Secret Life of Us. Yes. Uh, and a lot of voiceover work on um, ads and stuff. But yeah, he's he's cool. You'll not you'd know him if you saw him. Podcast. Yeah, right. I heard that he did uh, sort of like a unicycle. Yes. Yeah. To raise for his sister, raise yes. money. Yes, he did a lot of charity work with that, and you yeah. think he. Um, Went around Australia or up up the East yeah. Coast or somewhere. So that, so that's pro, uh, to me that's probably more interesting, interesting than his acting. Yeah. No. Um, when he when, when he was um when he, in his breakthrough in Secret Life, he was a very um against grain character uh, actor, and he was very a little bit geeky when it was still not kind of cool. Um, really kind of natural, whereas you know, whereas he was in a soapy kind of thing. But yeah, he yeah, was refreshing. Okay. Let's just say that. Um, yeah. if, when you see him, just say, oh, my mate reckons you're refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure That's going to go down well. <laughs> His second favourite, the favourite, is Courtney Act. Yes, so Courtney Act I know well. Yeah. Um, 
mainly because when I told one of my friends that I was going to be on the show, uh, he said, you need to get to know Courtney Act. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so um, he was first on, um, I'm going to say maybe X Factor, maybe Idol. I can't oh, okay. recall. He, he was a singer, unless it was um, uh, Australia's Got Talent. And he was doing oh, yeah, dancing. Know. I think it was a singing thing though. And he went pretty far. Because a lot of these people did things while I've been around the world. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, get that sort of local news, local celebrity news, which it seems like a lot of these people, um, while they're all talented, of course, uh, are definitely classed as local celebrities. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, it'd be good. I'll, I'll, um, I'll watch it. Except for Curly Ambrose. A, yeah. He's probably the most worldwide known yeah. name in there. So, yeah, they're also uh, tagging it as, um, what do you, you call it, like the brand new season? Or no, not brand new, um, like almost a first time to television tag. Yeah, they're well, calling it on season another, one. Season yeah. one, yeah that's, yeah, that's it. Where it has been on, a, obviously, seven, I think it was, for many, many a year. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, there you go. what so else have you been up to, mate? So that was good. I uh, changed subject yeah, yeah, well yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, go back to what I wanted you to say, <laughs> like five well, minutes ago. Well, we've, uh, we've lost time for this segment. No, <laughs> no what are we uh, So one of the big hey, changes you know in my you're, life. You're looking yeah. really good. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you're vibrant. I see what you're doing here. <laughs> Sweetening me. Sweetening have me. You, have you lost weight? No, no. Have you toned up? Has <laughs> my face toned up a bit? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. All right. Let's lay it on the table. Uh, yes, I have decided to do one of the fitness challenges that's been going around. So we live on the central coast in New South Wales. And up here, um, there is a company. It is in New South Wales. I know um, like it's, they've got about six stores, yeah. but it definitely is um, centered around the, the central coast. It's called Next Gen, NXT, yep. G-E-N, Next Gen. Um, and uh, some friends uh, have been part of this before, obviously your friends who mm. I've sort of come in to know. Uh, they've been doing this for the last uh, two, uh, well, one year, and uh, they rave about it. They, they, they rave about... Um, you know? Yeah, they do carry on. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so <laughs> it won me over the last time. No, and, and I've been looking for something. Yeah. I've been looking for something to um, give me direction while I, uh, you know, stay home and I'm a stay-at-home dad. I write a little bit. Sure, I go off and do some contract work for TV. Yeah. But, you know, in between all of that, I wanted something that was personal to me. And also and, a challenge as well, like challenging. And challenging, yeah. yeah. And and that's it certainly is. So basically well, I've I was, got... I was actually going to sign up. I was ready to go and, uh, yeah. and then I bought a chihuahua. Yeah. And I, turned the, my world upside down. <laughs> one of the like top five worst excuses of all time to not sure. go into something. That's that's where I'm going with. <laughs> <And that's... laughs> Uh, <laughs> bought a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you die first, I'm going to be talking about uh, yeah, this moment. It was because you bought that chihuahua <laughs> and you didn't do the challenge. Uh, no, anyway, so I'm doing a challenge. It's 10 weeks where they. 10 weeks, that's a big period. It's yeah. a big period, yeah. yeah. yeah two Long and a period. bit month. Um, <laughs> I. They provide you with an eating plan and a fitness plan. Yeah. And it's quite full on. You have six uh, meals throughout a day, three of the major meals and then three snacks. And then you have two workouts um, a day. There, are, there is a rest day, which uh, currently uh, I am on today, yeah. but I still have to maintain the eating. Hence is uh, vodka water. 
Uh, yeah, well, the vodka water. Well, that's that, the rest day doesn't really include a cheat day, which is like when, when you can go on different things. But in terms of alcohol, if you're going to have something, then it should be white. Right. Uh, clean spirits. Although I'm cheating the cheating. If that makes <laughs> How does sense. That work? Yeah. Uh, I'm just having the, the one for this podcast to, you know, yeah. it helps <laughs> to, get, to, to get through it. Um, but uh, no, no. So, so you do that, you, you eat, you sleep, you work out. So fitting that in with a family, yeah. uh, the podcast, the, the other things that I tend to do in life, uh, is it, that's the challenge. So hang on, I'm going through the motion here and... You're saying it's obviously a lot of, uh, there's a big fitness regime, but there's obviously a big dietary component. There is a big dietary component, yeah. So I need to ask you a question. (laughs) Yeah, okay. We need to talk about your popcorn intake. Sure. So... This seems to be First, becoming an obsession for you. Well, it is. I'm monitoring your your obsession, actually, because <laughs> uh, I'm concerned. <laughs> so, okay, first things first, have you seen uh, – hang on. We're two weeks into the um, challenge? Uh, yeah, yeah, week and a half, yeah. Right. <laughs> Which Several matters and because every day is, <laughs> is yeah. a real We're nine and a half slog. days in, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're a week and a half in. Have you seen a movie at the cinemas since you've started the challenge? Uh, only this morning. Right. Yeah. First one. First one, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because usually, and, and it's not even a Thursday. Usually I would go and see a film every Thursday, like the new ones that come out. So, we so can what happened last Thursday? Uh, you know what? I don't remember. It feels like years ago. Uh, yeah. I think I was looking to go and then um, I just, because of what I can eat and what I can't eat, um, I actually started feeling, oh, that's right, I felt Ill, Ill last Thursday. I felt like I was... Um, yeah, I know why. Because you thought this is the night, it's an association, <sighs> this is the night I go see a movie and grab my popcorn and large Coke. And then you started to get anxious and ill knowing that if you actually <laughs> went to the movies, you couldn't have your popcorn and that... There lies why you're feeling sick. <laughs> Guilty. 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 <laughs> you, to be fair, you might have me uh, <laughs> because it has been a concern for me. <laughs> like if I go, uh, you know, I I really love the process of eating popcorn when I go to the cinema. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I have held it off. It's been well documented on this podcast. It is. Uh, yeah, yeah. It has been. But it's, it was easy to hold off last week because there wasn't really anything that I couldn't wait until home entertainment. Alita? Battle Angel? That's, that's this Thursday. Oh. Yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I do a podcast. That's uh, cool. I saw the movie, guys. And I still have to date with... Uh, <laughs> I'm doing research in other areas. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, no, they had Cold Pursuit. Uh, had come out that day and I believe a film that you might talk about soon which was um, the puzzle one the the what? yeah the horror one whichever one that was where you saw it with a bunch of like 16 year old girls Uh, (laughs) yeah I'm going to talk about it yeah Yeah. it's that one I think you're referring to Escape Room that one oh yeah Escape Room so so you you saw that and uh, anyway so anyway you went and saw a movie this morning I went and saw a movie I saw Mary Poppins okay so um, talk to me about that I took I took my youngest son he had a day off from his preschool so we went and saw Mary Poppins because it's probably the only thing he hasn't seen (laughs) because we go you know quite regularly Uh, (coughs) excuse me Um, yeah so 
Uh, did you get popcorn? Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. I, I got a popcorn to share with, with uh, Maxie. Okay, so that's, that's something. Yeah, well, I, wasn't, I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to, but I did. I got one. Because you had to. Well, because I needed to see what would happen. <laughs> I haven't had sugar, salt, um, really anything that tastes has <laughs> <laughs> flavour to it for for a week and a half. As that's, I said, that's a lie because you cooked me dinner tonight, which was pretty much within your dietary requirements, and it was awesome. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. But I did spice it up a little bit because you were here. Right. I'm not going to go into what I put into it on here because it's boring for everybody else. But I, I added what I would usually add to something like that. Special sauce? But <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when you're asleep. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so look, I, I got it. I, I took probably four or five handfuls and it, it didn't taste right. Right. Yeah, it really tasted manufactured. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's funny how quickly that happened. And because I've, I've been struggling with, um, you know, like little headaches because I haven't had sugar. Uh, yeah, and I have had a little bit of coffee, but just black coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're allowed to have that. Yes, I know. I'm getting through it. Uh, but along the way, I'll have little things like I've got my vodka and um, water <laughs> <laughs> right here. Oh, and ice. And ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm That's cool, that. man. No, I'm, look, honestly, I'm messing, but you know I'm very proud of you and, and the other two guys who listen yeah. to the podcast. Um, yeah, that's great, man. And uh, It is tough. And the first two weeks are going to be always tough, tough, you know. No, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's a um, routine shift. Look, if anyone listens to this and they're looking to do something to challenge themselves, whether it's the next-gen challenge or some other form of challenge that's similar um, – yeah, just know that you 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 should you need to commit yeah. to it, and I'm doing my best to commit. I haven't been perfect, that's for sure. Um, you know, I've missed a little things here and there because it's hard to fit it in with your life. Yeah. And when they say challenge, it's not just the fitness challenge. It's not just the eating challenge. It's a life challenge. Yeah, it's also time schedules and preps yeah. and yeah. And whenever you're struggling, you just got to remember why you're doing it. And yeah. um, and I'm trying to create sort of a, a healthier life for myself. Um, to well, after the challenge, habits. you just want to then find a little bit of a balance, you know, yeah. I guess sprinkle some of what you've learned into your everyday so yeah. it's more sustainable and... Yeah, it's but it's tough, man. But that's no, good. I won't be too far behind you. Yeah, yeah. I've just started. I've just created my gym in my garage. Yeah. For other reasons, other than yeah, there's a lot of reasons behind that. Sure. Can um, we take bets on how long it lasts? Or sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like like every gym yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. into a garage. But, that, but that's kind of part of the reason because uh, you know my girls were showed showed interest in joining the gym. You know, mm. like man. You know, you're going to do that for three months. And you know, don't get me wrong, there's people out there who are really disciplined and we know a few guys who are just, you know, um, just so disciplined with it, so regimented. Yeah. But they've got nothing else to do. Do you know what? For people, for <laughs> Sorry, people no. that don't go to the gym often, I would recommend an independent gym rather than a fitness first or, or things like that. Sure. Because they need or they want people coming back and they treat you like a person. Yeah, it's- and you, you go in um, and you constantly do 45-minute sessions. So even like F45, yeah. I, I would recommend something like that if you're looking to get into it because you have people around you. I went to my first sort of that, that type of class on 
Sunday and everyone's just high-fiving each other and yeah. sort of constant positive talk and whatnot. But yeah, but when I go to my anytime fitness, it's great for what I need to do. Yeah, it was very solo. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I've been around gyms pretty much my, you know, a lot of my life. So I get that I have to work inside my own head. But if you're yeah not driven mm. to do that, you can easily go, oh, well, I don't have anyone accounting for yep. me to be there. That's right. So you look for... Quick way out, quick ways out, easy excuses, whatever. You yeah, know, and yeah, you drop off. Whereas your independence, or even an F forty five, they'll know that you missed it because you've booked a session, you haven't turned up. Yeah, that's how it works. And uh, you know, they might call you and just say, "Hey, man, come on, come on down, let's go." And that's the sort of stuff you 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 should want. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about movies and TV. <laughs> yeah. I saw. I'll start with TV. I I started watching uh, Russian Doll on Netflix. Right, it's always advertised. It's just mm. uh, nothing attracts me to it. Sure. Uh, so it's very much a uh, Groundhog Day storyline. Just repeats the day over and over again. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like a TV show, TV series. Sorry. So that's unique, I guess. So what, every episode is a new day. No, no, no. It's okay. kind of cut differently, and it could end with a bit of a cliffhanger, and you know. But she might start the day. 50 times in an episode and then 10 times and oh, then yeah. once or, or none. You yeah. know, it just – it depends on where she's going with it, the pathway she takes. But um, look, it, it's it's different. It's a little kind of – a little bit kind of grungy, a little bit alter, alternate, but it's kind of fun and funny um, and intriguing. Yeah. Uh, I think what you need to do is be a fan of um, the actress who was from uh, American Pie. What's her name? I should get that up. Sorry. That's um, right. I haven't seen the uh, – who is she in American Pie? Uh, she's a girl who's best friends with the band camp girl. <laughs> uh, like with the orange hair. Yeah, yeah. And she's in uh, Orange is the New Black. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah. Her. I know who you're talking about. So her name is Natasha Lyon. Lyon? Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, – She's like she's really cool in every she's movie, a great actor, every yeah. show she's been in. She's yeah. been quite quite uh, intriguing, and you know, but this one's her show. You know, she owns yeah. it. It's her show, and she's really quirky. Really well, she's fantastic quirky. in Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, yeah, I've amazing heard that. character. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, give it a go if any of those things interested you. Um, I I kind of like it. I've um six episodes in now, so I'm, I've almost done the season. Uh, how long are the episodes? Ah, uh, they are. Eight episodes oh, eight, of uh, fifty something. No, no, eight episodes of 25, 28. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah, they're quick. Oh, yeah. Okay, easy to watch. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Netflix can do whatever they want. Oh, it's so exactly. good. Yeah, it's great. What about you? TV? Well, I haven't had time uh, to really get uh, explore outside of um, that sort of stuff. <laughs> outside of looking at recipes and yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> well, and also because uh, Scrubs. Has, oh, yeah. Uh, I mentioned it last episode yeah. where it was released that day. I've got to do that. I'll write it down. That's got to be my new nightly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's one of those things like even my wife will sit down and she'll burn through three episodes before she goes to bed with me. Yeah. Um, and she'll just come in and out at different times. And I'm watching it pretty much every night. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? My son, my older son, loves it. Yeah, right. Mainly because of the silliness that's yeah, involved in any, it. Yeah, that's yeah. Hanging, yeah. There's a lot of sexuality uh, involved in it yeah. and you know different people will have their opinions on how early you will expose your children oh to we are all judging s- yeah, s- yeah um sexuality and stuff like that 
Um, if there's anything that I think is um, something like in a way I don't want him to act, yep. and I see it sort of coming on and happening, I'll, f- I'll just fast forward for it. He'll go, why'd you fast forward? And I'll go, oh, I've seen it before. I don't like it. Uh. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but if it's, if it's just uh, affection and things like that, um, he'll ask questions about it and I'll talk to him about it. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll see how we go. <laughs> Oh, he'll be right. He'll be right. Yeah. Look, look I, I remember introducing girls to some of that stuff, which was uh, sexual innuendo or references. They seriously go over their head for the most yeah. part. It's only when they'll watch them back when they're 15 to 18 or whatever, go, oh, well, wow. Yeah. You know, but they don't get what they're saying unless it's yeah. visual. And they never they never show anything in Scrubs. It's not yeah, that sort of no, show, no. you know. Uh, but they're all pretty much PG, yeah? Oh, definitely, yeah. And, and look, one of the main reasons why I still love this show is because it is a, a high and low comedy. Yeah, it, it yeah, gives you yeah. the highs in a comedy, and then w- without announcing that it's about to happen, the drama will just hit you. And it's one scene. The drama can be just one yeah. scene. You're in, yeah. And you're like, holy shit. And tears will just quickly yeah. like sort of come in, <laughs> and then it's gone again because the next scene will be funny. Yeah, I mean, Friends had that. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. yeah. But time, but Friends but... had a. Um, it's funny, like Friends had a bit more of a dramatic theme throughout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit, even though it was still silly at times. Yeah. Whereas Scrubs is just really based around being a, a real sort of physical comedy. It's yeah. real, it's particularly silly. How long are those episodes? Are they the 22s 22s, or 4- 50s? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. 22s. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's good. And um, if, if you haven't seen Scrubs, it is about 15 years old now, which keeps blowing my mind. Yeah. A great uh, cast. Look back. Look, uh, Zach Braff is the main, right? Yeah, Zach Braff is the main. Braff, yeah. 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 Uh, so no, I uh, really um, would recommend it if you like Brooklyn Nine Nine style mm, of yeah, comedy. It's that down that. It's around alley. there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely down that alley. Obviously, yeah. tastes have changed over time, so it is a little bit different. But <clears throat> man, give this show a chance. Um, but uh, quickly, Mary Poppins today. Mm, uh, what do you think? Yeah, look. Uh, I had many things going on in my mind, so... Okay, uh, maybe not the perfect day to watch it. That's right, yeah. Uh, so I was a little bored in parts, but yep. I think you and I had discussed it quickly Yeah. Uh, after I got out, and we both agreed that, you know, it really is a sort of um, a classically made... Yeah, throwback, yeah. Yeah, it, it could have... The sequel could have come out five years after yes. the original. Yeah. And that's how it sort of fits in. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, so do I. So that was really good. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I mentioned to you, I was always coming up with some sort of funny tweet because it really does seem like, you know, if, if you're not really paying attention to the, to the storyline, it's like a nanny who comes down and feeds her charges LSD <laughs> and they just keep going off on these like LSD types of <laughs> adventures. It's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? um, but, you know, fun at the same time. Now, I was expecting everything. I knew that, um, you know, a certain someone from the original film was going to make yeah. a cameo. So best, best moment of the film. Yeah, so like, it was – well, it wasn't for me because I like, knew it was coming. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't so, know it was coming. I'm like, yes. Oh, right, yeah. So, so I mean, because no, you, you saw it fairly early on. Yeah, I saw it before its release, I think, on that one. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I saw it quite late. Really, it's only mm. got maybe a week or so left. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it was good. Really enjoyed that part. Uh, I don't want to mention the name just in case you haven't seen it because yeah, I don't no, want to ruin that. Surprise, yeah. yeah, but I will ruin this one because I don't care because it shocked me and it just happens to be a personal fave of mine. And I, I, I wasn't ready for it. I teared 
it just hit me and I started crying. <laughs> Angela what? Lansbury, right at the end. She's handing out the balloons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She goes, oh, I, I was a massive Murder, She Wrote fan. Yeah, no, I wasn't. But why is she relevant to the first one? Excuse well, my... No, I baby. was asking the same question, yeah. but I think it's bed knobs on broomsticks for some reason. Oh, is why yeah, she might be in that? Yeah, maybe. If you're a massive Mary Poppins yeah, fan out you there... you tell us? Because <laughs> I saw her there, I went, oh, wow. Yeah. And... Thought nothing more of it except I thought, oh, why is she in this? Has she got some kind of tie to the original? Yeah. And that was as far, far as I went. I but, thought actually it was a perfect moment to make a cameo with somebody else. Yeah, of course. But yeah. Angela Lansbury, to me, is better <laughs> because she just meant so much to me growing up. Really, yeah, like, wow. yeah, I, lo- I loved her. Gosh, you were deprived if you were watching Murder, She Wrote. What are you talking about? We, I watched it with my family. Like I, I think of my family when I watched it. We always sat down and Sorry. got around it. <laughs> and uh, and uh, after every episode, I was um, I would never go to bed because I didn't want to go across the one room though the lights were off. Nah. <laughs> I, was, I, don't know, I was seven years old, eight years old. Yeah. Very scary at that point, but I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, so she was in there, and I yeah, it's good. So go and see it. Um. I, as you know, I've been on a, a Oh, Marvel. sorry, can I just yeah, sure. say one thing? Yeah. The obvious. What did you think of Emily Blunt? Oh, uh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, I, I, pro- I love her more now yeah. because of yeah. that performance. Yeah, she's good. She's a good egg. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel she was underused. Like the character, Mary Poppins, was mm. underused in this film. I don't yeah. know why. She was in it for most of it. But... She was a little bit of a background character, and all not, but yeah. She kind of came in and just helped the story along. Yeah. You know, rather than the big changes that I remember from the original film of her coming in, these they weren't as massive. Yeah. You know, I almost just wanted the same the first film again, which it kind of was. Yeah. But anyway, look. Whoever's wanted to see it has gone to see it already. Oh, of course, no one's, yeah. no one's going and listening to me and going, oh, I'll watch it now. I don't think anyone <laughs> even cares anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's done. The songs were good. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of songs in there. Um, yeah, and you mentioned before there was one Except song that was a bit of a hip hop like, sort of thing, what? but it's a bit weird. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, you've got, you've got to, in today's time, I guess you've got to update it a bit, but it's the only thing that took it out of. Exactly, a, out of being a, a throwback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as, as you know, I've been doing a Marvel. Uh, rehash, yeah, chronologically watching yep. the Marvel Universe, yeah. except for the Ed Norton Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Last time we spoke on the podcast about this, you were up to Thor 2. The Dark World? Yeah. No, I wasn't up to that yet. Oh, Thor 1 maybe. It yeah, maybe Thor, Thor, Thor 1, 1, I think. Yeah, because yeah. I'm up to Thor 2 now. Right. Yeah. Okay. It was definitely Thor, so it was Thor 1. Yep. Yeah, so I did Captain America, uh, which was so much fun again. The original. The original, yep. Yeah, um, with uh, Red Skull. With Red Skull. Great um, turn from Hugo. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, and then I saw, uh, was it Avengers? Yeah, Avengers. The first one? The first one came in, yeah, after Captain America, that's right. Now, that was a ride. It was, you know, I forgot how much fun that, that movie was. Oh, it's a great movie, yeah. yeah. And what did your son think of that in comparison? Or oh, he may have... Oh, he 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 watches all of it. He watches Infinity War now. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. every day, probably for the last two weeks, he's seen Infinity War. <laughs> I just bad parenting on my part, but um, I I come in and he's watching it. I'm like, oh, I'm so proud. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a two-hour and 40-minute babysitter when, <laughs> when the girls were like, you know, six or seven. Yeah. Uh, they, they got into Titanic yeah. when they were about 12. And just, Oh, right, <laughs> yeah. Look, and just for anyone who's thinking of writing in or reporting me, they don't watch it every day. I was just, you know... Hey, it's got Comedy good sake. moral values and you um, know, there's lessons to yeah. be learnt in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, do, they do watch it regularly and uh, they, they, if I said to them now, let's sit down and watch Infinity War, they'd be like, yeah, cool, let's, let's do it. They love it. So, yeah, it's good. Uh, so I just, I'm up to Thor to the Dark World. Yeah. And what I just finished was Iron Man 3, directed yeah. by Shane Black. Yeah. Now, I forgot about this film. I really did. Right. It is so much Fun. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's it's a controversial entry because it really does kind of derail the Mandarin, right? Yes. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed this entry. The only thing that watching it later, like I only watched it probably a year ago now again. Yeah. After like three or four times. And just now, just that kind of meta-human thing that um, Guy Pearce comes up with. and just, uh, yeah. That's probably just a little bit on the nose for me, just a little bit. Okay. Other than that, yeah. I'm, even, I'm even fine with the Mandarin yeah. derailing because it's a punchline and, you know, I don't know, it's a bit, bit of fun. But, man, it's a tight, fun, fast-paced film. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, Gwyneth Paltrow, I, I kind of liked her in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's a hard thing to say. <laughs> you know, I mean, she hasn't been anything to me since Sliding Doors. So, uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll get into Thor Dark World soon. Damn it, that's how riddle me this movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, two more. Yeah. So I saw Destination Wedding with Keanu Reeves and oh, Winona yeah. Ryder. Yeah. And they're, they're the ones that drew me to this film. Yeah. Uh, I expected, uh, I had low expectations. I expected to see a rom-com B grade, yep. uh, which is fine. Uh, and I didn't get that. What'd you get? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what I got, I think, was, I mean, it was in, definitely in a rom-com area, but yeah. it was directed by somebody who has been brought up loving the Kevin Smith comedy films. And the dialogue, the way he right. presents his dialogue. Like clerks and more yeah. rats. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's put it. Let's lock a camera off. Yeah. Put them in front. Let them have fun with a dog, and we all yeah. laugh at that sort of bring stuff. In, but, bring Will in the waffler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about pop culture references for twenty-five minutes. Yeah. but that's beautiful. That's the point right there. Is that Kevin Smith had pop culture references yeah. that he, he weaved does it in perfectly. And, yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. Here, I don't know what they were trying to weave in. They were trying to use rom-com dialogue. Yeah. And weave in just knowledge about the world, maybe? So it was like Before Sunset, but without the quality. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Right, what about Before Sunrise? No, no. I, Have you haven't seen the trilogy? No. no Ethan Hawke? No. no. Okay. I know of it, uh, but it, I think when it came out, I was a bit young, so I didn't want to watch it, and that's just sort of stuck with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, it's Julie Delphi. Julie, Julie Delphi? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know all, you know, all the things I haven't seen it. But yeah, I don't... I, 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 I don't want to say that I disliked Destination Wedding, but I started fast-forwarding and it wasn't because it was a fast-forward film. It was because I just wanted to... Like, the dialogue didn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't laughing at it. It wasn't moving necessarily the plot along. So I just needed to get to each scene to see where they were at. It was a whole movie of Phil. Yeah, completely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm not going to say I didn't like it, but I definitely... 
No, no. I don't, don't know. Man. Still don't know. I need someone to talk to about Maybe, this. Okay, Who's seen well, it? Can If someone's seen it, send me your number, <laughs> all right? Find us uh, on uh, you know social media or our email and send us a DM with your number and I'll call you. I will because I need to call somebody and talk yeah, about this I'm movie. I'm not watching this film. No. No, and, and that's fine. I don't, and I'm not going to force Keanu you to do it. Reeves and I'm okay with... Um, What's her face? Winona, yeah. Oh, what's her face? <laughs> You're older than me. You, know, you grew up more with her than I did. Oh, I know, I know. And that's why I, that's where I live, in, in Winona of the 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fair. Uh, so I saw that. Um, the last thing is I finally, finally did Star is Born as again. Oh, a Star for is Born second again. time. For a second time. You've now, been holding off on music and all that stuff, like almost... Tormenting yourself. Yeah, the first film had a massive effect on me, as yeah. it did. I know a lot of people, um, but you know, I'm talking about me here personally. <laughs> uh, I had, it had a really huge effect on me, um, and but it still wasn't his number one film of the year. And no, because the other film that was the number number one film of the year had also had a huge effect on me, probably more. Clearly, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I. I didn't listen to uh, to these songs. I didn't listen to the radio. I didn't, I didn't bring them up on my iTunes. And every so often, I, th- I thought, oh, I'll try and listen to a song. Got 10 seconds in, cry. <laughs> uh, I watched a trailer with my family once, cried. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I, I, I want to keep this. I want to keep this feeling. How often in life do you um, have this emotional attachment yeah. to, to something or, or able to go to a crying place, you know? Yeah. So it has a, that much of an effect on you, and yeah. yeah. So I wanted it to be raw as much as possible. Um, again, so for your I, second viewing, yeah, second viewing. So yeah. I bought it, second viewing, watched it by myself, and uh, yeah, I, look. Obviously, I wasn't as cry as I was the first time, yeah, yeah. but I was there with the same scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, getting emotional. My wife then watched it um, that night. Yeah. Uh, and I watched it with her up until Lady Gaga comes out and does her wail, and I look and I didn't look at, but I don't want to ruin it for for Em. I don't want to keep looking at her. Yeah, yeah, you of know. Course, of course. So I just kept looking, staring at the screen, uh, and in my periphery, trying to like gauge her response to it. And I couldn't help it when the wail came. I just turned my head over and looked at You're where she was. You're talking about her first uh, breakthrough moment on stage. Yes, that, yeah. That yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper's character allows her. Yeah, to, so she yeah. just walks on the stage for the first time, yeah, yeah, and starts singing the song that yep. they've created together sort of thing. And, uh, you know, wah, <laughs> <laughs> just goes off. And I look hey, at... listeners, it doesn't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at my wife uh, and she has the biggest grin. Like I've just, yeah. I love what's going on right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a real moment. So I waited for the song to finish. I quietly excused myself to bed and whatever. I called it the next day and I said, "What did you think?" She goes, "Oh, I love the first part. Didn't didn't really like the second part." I'm like, yeah. "Okay, can we talk more about it?" Yeah, you know, that's what she gives me. Yeah, right. Like I want to talk about. So when did you cry? When? Why? How? Yeah. What? What did you pick? When did you pick? Why did you pick? That sort of stuff. And yeah. did you I, know I get, that the dog was his own dog? Yeah, uh, yeah, all that sort <laughs> of stuff. Things, but yeah. she stayed and watched the all because it goes. I was on Blu-ray, so it goes directly into um, the interviews and that after. So she stayed and watched the interviews. She had more to say about the interviews than she did about the movie. Wow. Okay. She's like, wow. Well, well, I, I mean, know this you know, and that. And Samantha, my daughter, she walked out going, "I love the first half and didn't like the second half." When she said she didn't like, it was not what she expected. Yeah. Um, so I caught her off guard, I guess. And uh, but she still loved, loved, loved the film. Yeah. She was just shocked. 
by where, what direction it went and uh, obviously not knowing the original and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that gets easier with second watches, I guess, and it becomes a film that is. And, you know, I, I, when I – my first watch, I knew that it was going to go into pretty dark places. So I was quite prepared for that, you know. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, interesting. What what it what the second watch did for me was recognize that Lady Gaga does deserve to be mentioned in amongst oh, um, the other actors. I, I didn't agree with it originally, because I was so focused on what touched me more, which is Sam Elliott and yeah. Bradley Cooper, <laughs> yeah, their yeah, relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I was so focused on what was happening there and dealing with my own emotional issues in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> that I. I I kind of just missed her. Yeah, she just she was the sing song artist. Yeah, in it, and Which then she wasn't. Yeah, she's pure raw talent. Oh, yeah, pure wow, raw yeah. talent. So very happy with her um, nomination and all that sort of stuff. Just on that, very quickly, um, the I think it was the uh, Baftas. No, no, it was the Oscars. I think it was. The Bradley Cooper's not directed. Uh, not nominated for best director. And yeah. he was, went on record to say, "Well, I've, I'm, I'm embarrassed." Yeah, and I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, well, what's that about? You know, embarrassed that you weren't nominated. He's like, well, I'm embarrassed. I felt like I let the team down. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that a weird thing, right? Yeah, you know, he's made this what I class as just a wonderful film. It really is, and he's done almost everything about everything except for the some of the support actors and Lady Gaga. Everything else is pretty much done yeah. himself. But everything gets nominated within reason and he doesn't for the guy who crafted the film and built the film, you know. There's a moment uh, when they first meet and they go to the cop bar and they're mm. um, talking about her nose. Yeah. Which yeah. I really like those jokes yeah. as they keep going along, you know, yeah. self-deprecating and all that stuff is great. But um, the the music playing and there's a hot sort of pink to red colour uh, across their face yeah. and they're looking at each other and it's a close-up of uh, one you know, face and then yeah. the other. It goes for about three or four seconds and you could put that in any highlights reel for the rest of time yeah. and it will be one of the greatest moments of like, – I, I just – I really felt in that moment that they – there was a, that, oh, that's where the connection Yeah, there was a connection Happened Yeah, there was chemistry and connection Yeah And I reckon that chemistry oozed off that screen in this movie Yeah and it's not easy to do Yeah into, I reckon in, like in rom-coms and romantic dramas And you just kind of go with it Because yeah. you think, well, you know, it's, it's a fluffy rom-com I, I do believe that, you know yeah. I'll go with the fact that they they really are into each other These two characters on screen, you really felt that they were into each other and there yeah, was a completely. raw chemistry that they could not avoid. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should do a review. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think we've talked about it plenty on this uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, have you have you seen anything else? Yeah, I've got three. I'll go through quickly. Yeah, yeah. So first one is uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, which is a, the uh, Netflix uh, film which went, went straight to Netflix. So you've seen it? Yeah. It's a film, not a TV series? It's a film. It's a film. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So the reason why I got caught my interest is two two things. One, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. And two was uh, directed by Dan Gilroy, who directed one of my favorite little hidden gems of a couple of years ago called Nightcrawler with Jake That's Gyllenhaal. Right. Yeah. And we you spoke also, about this on um, our uh, upcoming, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he also um, reintroduced us to the world of Rene Russo. Yes. It's just wonderful, right? So she, she hadn't done a lot until um, Nightcrawler came out. She was great. Anyway, she's in this as well. Okay, yeah. Uh, really good cast. Um, Tony Collette, isn't it? She's great. Yeah, she's always great. John Malkovich is uh, a good turn as well. 
So obviously, if you've seen the trailer pop up on your Netflix account, you'll feel it's quite a bit of a uh, arty horror. Yeah. 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 The truth is, it's certainly arty because it's art within art. It's almost an art house film, kind of sort of quirky film. We're all about art. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and art dealerships and um, artists and all that sort of stuff. It plods along at a very slow pace for a very long time. Yeah. And then that last probably 15 minutes gets a bit weird with that whole what seemingly horror or supernatural element of the art. Yeah, okay. Kind of doing weird things. Oh. And then that's it. Is it like a Ghostbusters 2? No. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. not. Well, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> But I ain't Ghostbusters too. It's look. It's more on the. I think there people, there's, this movie is for for some people. Yeah, and I get why it wouldn't have survived on theatrical. No way. Yeah, you know, would have been dead within and a day. Yeah. Do you do you think it only particularly got made because of Jake? Or oh, I don't know. Look, you no. know, I think the the director Dan. I'm sure he had like. A, there is stuff to like about the film, but the the truth is. It's just not for most people, yeah. you know. Um, I know that there's a smaller group. It's a very niche film. It could be a bit of a cult film, actually. It might become a bit of a cult film in, in time. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of where it is. And I like something like that. I like weird. Like, I even really liked uh, Neon Demon, which was just yeah. completely fucked up. But And it's actually probably a fairly good comp for this. But Neon Demon's got some true horror in it. Yeah. This doesn't. I wouldn't even class this as a horror film at all. Yeah. And there's some... Um, there's some horror th- uh, themes, maybe, but yeah, that's about it. I'm gonna give it a go. I yeah. will. Yeah, okay. I, I, I just find a time. <laughs> yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's Velvet Buzzsaw. Again, I think if you're a fan of the the actors or the director, give it a go. If if not, I wouldn't bother. I then went and saw Escape Room. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So look, Escape Room really genuinely interested me when I saw the trailer, and I thought this is such an easy concept and. Completely makes sense that they've done that today with Escape Rooms being so popular yeah. uh, with us as a business uh, and as an entertainment thing. Um, certainly novel, of course. Um, and the so, you know, we've been down this path a million times with, you know, the Saws of the World, Cube, one of our favourites from the VHS yes. days, uh, and Final Destination. That's pretty much what you're watching. Put those yeah. three in a film uh, and certainly the last top five that we covered last episode about the teen thriller, <laughs> horror, you know, it feels like that. It's candy, okay. right? But the difference is here, it's actually not horror. Again, there's, there's no horror in it. It has some thrilling moments when people die, but they don't die horrifically or cleverly with, you know, saw-style deaths. It's just, yeah, it just happens, and it's not really what the movie's about. The movie... The um, I guess the uh, catch to the movie and why you go see this is um, similar to the uh, uh, Final Destination with how is the you know death going to kill this person? <sighs> it's the how it happens, not at, not the actual death. Yeah, this is the escape rooms. The actual escape rooms are the character here, are the fun part of the film. So they're really cool. They're really inventive. They're really novel. They're really fun. The, the, the last saw was kind of like an escape room. Kind of, yeah. It was, yeah. That's a yeah. Without the horror, that's kind of what you're watching. Uh, yeah. Jigsaw, yeah. Yeah. Um, look, it's it's the, so the escape rooms are kind of sort of clever. Uh, the actors are probably above average for this 
fair too, by the way, and that oh, yeah. helps. Definitely yeah. helps. Keeps you guessing enough. The only thing is, you know, I mean, the only thing is that the how they try and wrap it up is probably not the best. Um, they're a bit cheeky in the fact that they throw in, hey, here's a sequel, right? I think that's a bit cheeky. Yeah. I know, again, in the 90s, all thrillers and horrors ended with a, the thought of a sequel, you know. Yeah. Um, I think we've moved on from that, but this one does as well. Um, having said that, I'm happy, very happy to watch Escape Room 2. Just in the same way, I was really happy to watch Happy Death Day. They're just fun movies. You don't think about them too much. Easy watching. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually give it a thumbs up. It's still probably only a, you know, a six and a half out of ten if you were to rate it like that. Yeah. But, um, but it's a good, fun six and a half out of ten if that was the way you were going to look at it. Yeah, yeah. And the last movie I'm going to talk about um, – for what I saw during the week is my favourite film of the year. I've found it already. Already, already. yeah. Where are we? February thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I found it. What? I know it's only six weeks in, but hey, how? Green Book. Oh right. Yeah. Oh man, unreal. Now, is this was this released in America last year? Yeah. So you, yeah. What? No, I'm just, you know, oh, no, no, can, yeah. you, can we count it as this year's film? Yeah, because it's what you see. And it was released in Australia this year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was released in January, I think, like late January or early Feb. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, no, it's definitely, for me, the movies I've seen this year, it's my number one. Now, I know that will change a lot in the year to come, hopefully. Yeah, you've but been I, looking forward to this. Yeah, I, yeah, I have been very yeah. much. I picked up on <laughs> this early, well before freaking Oscars, Oscars did. Um, I just had a feeling for it, and um, for me, it was. And when I say that, I'm not, I'm, you know, kind of big noting myself. I had a feeling for this film for me. Yeah. You know, and I, I was right. I was right down my alley. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, when you get a chance, please watch this film. Um, it's a, it's a road movie. It's a character study of two, two opposite males who just have happen to have this. Um, undeniable chemistry and, and bond, mm. and it reminded me of Paul of, Abdul. I get it, yeah. and the cat <laughs> opposites attract. Yeah, yeah. it's a great back. song. Yeah, um, or was it two <laughs> steps forward? Uh, now, yeah, it reminded me of the friendship that Andy Dufresne and Morgan Freeman uh, <laughs> have in Shawshank Redemption. Now, yeah. it doesn't span forty years yeah. like Shawshank. It only spans uh, two months, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of like that. If you like that part of Shawshank, the, the bond between these two humans. Yeah, which a lot of people do. Which a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, and a road movie. Yeah. Uh, and brilliant acting, man. Vigo Mortensen is like just, I really hope. He wins the Oscar for this. I, yeah. Because I've seen them all and Rami Malek is amazing. And, and we've spoken about that yeah. in, and with Queen, uh, Bohemian. And he deserves to win, definitely, because he was the film. It's such a risky role, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but, dude, when you see Vigo, you'll be like, <laughs> it's, it's just one of those wonderful characters that you see come on screen once every 10 years, you know. Uh, and, and then you've got uh, Mahershala Ali as well, who's – Freaking awesome as well. Yeah, and he's, he's been winning all the awards. Yeah, he's smashing it, it this year. Even BAFTA, yeah. With roles everywhere. And so he's going in favourite to win for Best Supporting and he deserves it because he's outstanding. Yeah. But um, trust me, man, this movie, you, you will really like this film. 
it, again, it takes a little bit of patience. It's two twenty, two hours and twenty minutes. It starts off, you know, just gets into it. Yeah. And once once you're in and they're on the road and you start to get what their characters are about, it's a treat. Yeah, loved I, it. I definitely want to see it. Uh, I think I'm, yeah. I'm a bit too late for catching it anywhere else. I'm gonna have to wait till home entertainment now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty then. We're going to move on to news. It happens. News. It happens. What have you got for us, Jay? We are going to go straight in the deep end oh. of social It's <laughs> a bit <abuse>. chilly. <laughs> yeah. So, um... The first image or footage of uh, Aladdin's genie was released today. Yeah. So it was just like a same similar cut trailer to what we've seen for Aladdin. But just right at the end, they show you a tease of Will Smith as the genie. Yeah. Okay. And? And what people, socials, what oh, the socials have just gone ballistic. What, do, what does the internet the <laughs> think internet about this? <laughs> poor, poor Will Smith, man. I love Will Smith. Yeah. I've always loved him, always will. Um, yeah, and I think he looks good in this movie and I think he'll be suited to the role. Yeah. And they give you one two-second clip. So, you know, it gives you no context whatsoever yeah. except him coming out of a genie and says something like hello or whatever. And the whole world's gone batshit and lost their mind. <laughs> one one goes, it looks like some blue character from Willy Wonka. Oh. A <laughs> like bad, cheap effect. But it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. Just, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> have you seen the image or not? I've seen. I've seen the still. Yeah, uh, and I, I can't say anything because how, it's, yeah, exactly. it's a still. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they haven't finished everything, and I need to see his character and like whether he, whether I'm going to like this film or not. Like I don't know. I'm looking. It's weird. I'm looking forward to the Lion King. Yeah. But I'm not looking forward to Aladdin. Yeah. Why? Whereas The Lion King looks like it'll just be a shot for shot um, yeah. you know, update. That's all they need to do. Yeah, whereas Aladdin looks like it's injecting some, you know, something a little bit different for us. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I just don't know why I'm not excited by it. Well, maybe you're just burnt a little bit by King Arthur, legend of the sword. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah while we're on uh, ridicule, ridicule, okay. <laughs> 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 Ridiculing people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to go straight into the rumors about Robert Pattinson as Batman being recommended for the new Batman. Right. I mean, uh, well, I almost lost lost my shit. Will he be a vampire bat? Will he be pale and glow in the dark? <laughs> what sort of Batman's that? Um, it's not glow in the dark. It's sparkle <laughs> in the dark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Boss Logic. Uh, put it, put out an image of what he could like. Pato could look like as Bruce Wayne, I guess. Yeah. And it's just a shot of him, like some I don't know, uh, model shot, you know, yeah. kind of thing, little ad not like, sparkling. for a watch. Yeah, not sparkling, still pale, with a shadow of a bat, a bat behind him, like oh. as his silhouette. Oh uh, man. Well, so, what are your thoughts? You don't know. I, what have you heard? I'm not. Hey. Oh, no, I don't know. No, I think they're pure rumours and I don't think no castings happen whatsoever. No, but what have you heard from people you know that are close to this, like DC fans? Oh, um... Things like that. They didn't seem as too bad about it, but I think uh, some of the fans we're talking about grew up on the Twilight era as well. Yeah. So they view 
Robert a little bit differently than I. And, and don't be wrong, Robert Patterson has put in some great films in the last couple of years. He's really rose to the surface as a good actor and good yeah. actors do that no matter what you do in your body of work, right? Yeah. And he's done that. And I appreciate and respect that. But he ain't Batman. Yeah. I. Uh, That's all I'm saying. I feel like I could break I his arm just by blowing on him. You know? Look, as a fellow skinny man... <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm sick, I... of, I'm sick of you, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what can I call you? What do you want me to call you? Did I touch a nerve, did I? Well, the thing is, so you think it's, a good it's, thing funny, it's funny people like you, you uh, who, people like who, me? who will, who will, who will are... have a go at skinny people and then go be like, did you touch a nerve? Well, wait till I start on you. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my God. I did touch a nerve. Oh oh of course, God. mate. This is what I had my whole life. Someone who played sport. You know, for a life like, you know, up there, uh, yeah, but, having people judge you because of the way you look. But you, <laughs> that's not about the way you look at all. But it's always the people who aren't perfect, the ones that uh, tend to Have you seen the source comment. material? The source material I'm looking is at it this right guy. Now. Oh, I look like Batman? No, looking at source material. <laughs> you love the source. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he is like, you know... Five foot wide. He's very tall, yes, but he's massive. Is he? I thought he was short. No, he's very tall. He's no. very, but he's massive. He's mu- anyway. Yeah, I've but got to apologise for something. Sorry. I was say he, could, he could spend six months. Yeah, but yeah, okay, this know, is I not know. me hoping that Robert Pattinson yeah. gets the role, by I, the way. I don't think he's <laughs> but I'm just to saying, but he, could, he could spend six months, uh, you know, doing nothing but bulking. Sure, sure. And he might almost get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have to apologise. On last episode, I talked about um, Child's Play and yeah. how it was pretty much a, you know done before it's dusted um, and um, stalled on release kind of thing. And I don't know where I got that from. I, I, that's what my assumption was. But in actual fact, they're now starting to gear up on their, their theatrical marketing for it. Yes. I didn't want to say anything last time because I just read before I came in. I thought you had more mm. uh, current news than me. Yeah, no, no, I don't. And I apologize. So it is actually geared up for a theatrical in, I think it's July or something. Yeah. Um, and they're just ramping up the marketing for it now. Now, it might, have a, it might flop still theatrically, yeah. but I, yeah. I don't think that's the feeling I'm getting. I think they're putting they are, a bit of effort in. Yeah. Hmm. And you're still talking about a TV series after yes, that. Yes, true, yeah. true, yep, yeah. Yep. So anyway, I just want to say that is still going theatrical, people, for those who do like Child's Play. Yeah. Uh, it may not be just another DTV bomb. <laughs> I w- I've, I've seen them all. I grabbed the last one, which, yes, was not great. And they tried sort of a more teen yeah. horror Angle. slasher, but yeah. it just wasn't, wasn't great. Hey, have you heard about the uh, latest um, Oscars protest stuff going on with the um, the fact that they want to... All 24 or something like that? Present uh, present them all, I think it is the tagline. Present, I'm not sure what you're referring to. The cinematography? Yes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes. the, the hashtag that's going around is present them all? What? I don't get that. Like, please present them all. On screen. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they, but they are, but they're just not televising the the cinematography. No, but I'm saying yeah. on TV, yeah. present them all on TV yeah. for the world to see. Now, yeah. so what we're talking about is that they, they want to put the cinematography and editing categories into the ad breaks. Yeah. 
So they're presenting them, but just we won't see. Now, I, as a fan of the Oscars, am upset about that. And, I, and the funny thing is, and I think it's great, is the directors and editors and cinematographers of the world are going, well, hang on, this is the freaking core of a film. You know, like it's yeah. an important category that we shouldn't just, you know. We could say that about any of those other subcategories yeah. as well, to be honest. But I, I'm okay. What was it? The, was it wardrobe, did you say, or makeup? What was, the, what was this? And a cinematography. Yeah, with cinematography and editing again. And editing. Thing, but I think there was uh, two others. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's what I mean. That, that's why no one knows it because those other two should be presented <laughs> uh, as a, in the ad break. Uh, and, and from someone, I don't really understand editing at that level. Mm. Um, so that can go, that can be off screen. Uh, but cinematography. You, you know, you're, you're a painter. The, the, yeah, the look of the film. Yeah. <laughs> the palette. Yeah, it's, I just, feel, it's just insane. Yes. Uh, Russell Crowe came out today and tweeted a, a, you know, a quite long tweet as much as he could um, and and basically told every, you know, the Academy off. Yeah, right. And said it's good. ridiculous. Good. So, yeah, I don't even think this Academy Awards is going to go ahead anymore. Wow. Well, anyway, it's uh, next... No, Monday week, yeah? Monday week. Monday week, us. yeah. Yeah. Sunday week for America. Um, yeah. So do you want to know who won the BAFTA Awards? Uh, yeah, give, give us the highlights. Yeah, yeah. highlights, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the BAFTAs are the uh, British Film and Television Awards. Uh, they're Night of Nights. Yep. Um, so best film was uh, Roma. Okay, yeah. So Roma's pretty much going in as favourite for best film. Especially beating The Favourite, which is an English film, you know, which would have been quite favourite for yeah. BAFTAs, <laughs> um, as you'll see in a second why, uh, and won a lot of other f- uh, awards. Um, and won the outstanding British film, The Favourite, yep. Uh, so that beat, like, Bohemian, um, You Were Never Really Here. Yeah. Uh, lead actress was Olivia Coleman, The Favourite. So she's going uh, yeah. in. Yeah, and that makes sense. She was uh, very good. Yeah, so it really is up to Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman, I reckon, for Best Actress for the Oscars. Yeah. Um, best Male Actor was Rami Malek, again, for Bohemian. Yeah. Um, so he's going in red hot, red hot favourite. Supporting Actress was uh, went to Rachel Wise. Okay. From The Favourite. Yep. So that's good. I like that one. Um, obviously, the one that's been... Getting a lot of buzz would be Amy Adams, Vice, Rachel Wise, favourite. So that's still up in the air a little bit, that one. Um, supporting actor went to um, Mahershala Ali from Green Book. Yay. Um, she, he's pretty much won everything. Yeah. So if he didn't win, it would be a bit of a surprise. Uh, best director was Alfonso Caron from Roma. Bradley Cooper was nominated for Best Director <laughs> um, Just I'll quickly go through some. Costume design, the favourite. For those who are doing t- tips, um, makeup and hair, the favourite. So you can see that the yeah. favourites won heaps, right? You'll be happy with this one. Original music was um, A Star Is Born. Yeah. I just don't see that being beaten. Anim- animated Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That's won everything as well. So yeah. that's pretty safe for Oscar there as well, just for those who are tipping. <laughs> I'll do two more for you, which are my, I like these ones because they're always the hardest, but I like them. That's Adapted Screenplay, 
Black Klansman won. Yeah. It's won a lot, so that goes in favourite. Um, and original screenplay is the favourite. But you're also up against Green Book, Roma, and Vice. So that that category is tough. Yeah. Because uh, I think Vice, I think Vice is probably favourite for best original screenplay. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it, yeah, I haven't read um, a positive review a review about it yet. About what? Vice. Oh really? Yeah. Oh no, I've heard, I've read some good stuff. Yeah, I haven't read one yet. That's been good. Okay. Um. Do we have time, Sean, to... For you, anything. Well, we, we can... You tell me. We can go straight into box office or I can tell you what um, James Cameron thinks of Aquaman. <laughs> can we go into box office? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> box office. <laughs> so we're in America. Yeah, yeah. So US domestic. Yeah. Um, so we haven't done box office for a while. We wanted to reintroduce it. Yeah. Um, just finding a place for it uh, and how we do it. So I'm just going to zoom through and you stop me if you want to talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the Lego movie part two, the second act yeah. part, sorry, opened at number one. So opened at yeah. number one, $34 million. So whilst $34 million is good, the, the original opened up at like 58 and um, even Batman Lego opened up higher than this one. You know, it seems like the wrong time to bring it out though. Like Maybe. But they are certainly, you know, suffering from diminishing returns, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Number two was What Men Want, uh, which opened up at 18 million, which is not too bad. Um, getting really good reviews. Yeah. You know, which surprises me given the base of What Women Want is such a great film, I think. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I even read a review where they said they thought it surpassed the original. Okay. Yeah. Your Mate, Cold, Cold Pursuit, opened up at number three, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Uh, 11 million, so that's probably not too bad. Uh, the Upside, which is the French remake uh, with Kevin Hart, um, is 7 million, so that's, that's done 85 million to date after five weeks. So that's done well. That'll do over 100 million. Okay. Great result. Yeah. Great result. Brian Cranston, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Same here. Uh, Glass is number five, and that's now done 98 million. Yeah. So that'll do over 100 million. Uh, I think worldwide that's doing really, really well. So yeah. um, I'm, I think that's a good result, I would say. The Prodigy, Prodigy which is a, a horror, uh, that opened at 5.8 million. So that's, um, I'd say, below average. Green Book obviously opened limited and is starting to get wider and wider towards the Oscars, and that is now sixty-one million after thirteen weeks. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's good. I think they'll just can continue to um, tick. And do you know what? I, I've just got this feeling that Green Book could be a surprise win at uh, the Oscars. I just have this what, what, feeling. What for? Like best. Best picture. Picture. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. And you have. But the trailer comes across as one of those um, Hollywood type stories. Like it's just, yeah. it's not gritty enough to be a, a winner. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Oscars have done weirder things before, you know, like um, the Ben Affleck film, uh, you know, that came up in one. You know, it's just done some. I mean, Roma's favourite to win, and it probably should win, and it probably deserves to win. But 
Um, I don't know. Just a feeling I've got. I could okay. be way off. Um, Aquaman in the US is now at $328 million. Okay. So just killing it. Um, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is at $179 million. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> $190 million off an animated thing that I was thinking, oh, why, why is this going theatrical? <laughs> That's why. Australian, just zoom through these. Uh, Escape Room is opened at number one uh, yeah. and opened to $1.3 million. Yeah. Uh, probably a bit soft. It's a soft time of year as well. Yeah. Green Book after five weeks is at $6 million. Yeah. It's not too bad. The Mule after three weeks is at $6.5 million. Okay. Yeah. So that's ticking along nicely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Cold Pursuit opened at $1 million. It's a little bit soft. Yeah. On the basis of set... On the basis of sex, uh, opened. Uh, sorry, not opened. After eleven weeks, is at uh, nine hundred thousand. So obviously had a, a very limited run, starting to open wider. Uh, Glass is at nine million, nine and a half million okay. after four weeks. So that's kind of thought that might do a little bit more if it's done a hundred. Oh no, that's that's in line that's with right. the US. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bohemian is at fifty two point five million, which is just amazing. <laughs> um, and Instant Family is at twelve million. That's pretty good after five weeks. And Aquaman is at forty one point three million. Wow! Yeah, which both great results, big results. That's amazing. That's it. Okay, that my friend is a box office. Did you want to meet James Cameron? Oh, we'll exit with James Cameron, yeah, will yeah. we? Okay. Um, so for the reason why this is interesting at all is that for those who have seen Entourage in the make-believe TV show, um, like what is that now, 10, 12 years ago, James Cameron directed Aquaman in the show um, <laughs> starring Vinny Chase and went on to be the worst-reviewed film ever but was the biggest film, biggest opening ever and at the time beat Spider-Man. And it was directed by James. And James Cameron's in the show. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why it's kind of a little bit interesting to what James... And also with all the Avatar stuff and a lot of that's uh, set underwater. Yeah, right. So, and James, James Cameron is a famous underwater dude. 100%, right? Like that, yeah. He just wants to film everything he can underwater. So he goes to say, I think it's a great film. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron said, adding that he doesn't believe it's a film he could have made. Okay. Uh, it requires this kind of total dreamlike disconnection from any sense of physics or reality. Okay. People just kind of zoom around underwater because they propel themselves mentally, I guess. I don't know. But it's cool. You can buy it on its own terms. However, Cameron has also said, <laughs> while he can enjoy Aquaman, it's... Undersea World didn't exactly resonate with him because it didn't look real and Cameron should know as he spent thousands of hours underwater, like yeah, you said, yeah. um, as a deep sea diver. Um, and then he goes on to, he goes blah, blah, blah. Um, had he directed the film, Cameron said that he would likely have put more of a focus on environmental activism. But uh, said that Juan's film did throw a couple of things with whales and things like that to remind us that we haven't, you know, we're kind of using the ocean as a toilet and garbage bag. Um, so I applaud the film for that. 
<laughs> All right, jog on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's it, man. That's all I got for you. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who is afraid of a big black bear? <laughs> Our next segment, riddle me this. This podcast is sponsored by Man Present. Ever struggle to buy a man a present? Want to get a present that is universally loved? Who the hell doesn't? It's usually so bloody hard, right? Socks and ties are lame, gift vouchers suck, and flowers will not be well received. Well, all your man gifting worries are a thing of the past with manpresent.com. Manpresent is a gift box delivery service that lovingly sends classy gift boxes of Cuban cigars and single malt whiskey to the man who deserves a touch of class. Whether it's a wedding, a new father, a birthday, or just because they deserve a gift, use manpresent.com for the win. With boxes starting at $69, it has never been easier to be a gifting king. Simply visit manpresent.com and ensure you use the coupon code off topic, all one word for 5% off your order. Manpresent.com. Man gifting made easy. So, riddle me this. What movie are we thinking of? Ooh, I don't know. Well, I do know, actually. I'll give you 20 bucks just to tell me. Sean <laughs> doesn't have the patience, but everyone playing at home wants to play the game with us. Now, I thought they don't want to play the game. I want to play the game. That's a lie. I don't want to play the game. <laughs> I'm this, just because I'm not good at these games. This is actually not about you. You are just a vehicle to entertain the <laughs> listeners. Oh. Now, so to that note, what we're going to do this time is if Sean <laughs> thinks he knows the movie, he will raise his hand and say, I want to have a guess. He'll write it on a piece of paper and show me. If the answer is correct, I will say, yes, Sean is correct and he got it at this point, which means we can still continue with the rest of the uh, questions in case you haven't got it at home or in case Sean gets it in the very first clue. Yeah, which is highly unlikely. Yes, so riddle me this. What movie am I? I was released on the 7th of September, 1995. We are going back 23 years. Okay. I don't have anything for you yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, the budget's not coming up. It hasn't been disclosed, which is often the case back then. Yeah. But in today's terms, I would see this as about a, you know, something like a $60 million film. Okay. You know, so I've got a bit of punch behind it, but it's not a what I would call a mega blockbuster budget. Yeah. With me? Yep. The box office, the US box office, was 69.6 million in 1995. Yep. And the worldwide, the, re- remaini- the remaining international territories were 68.8. So it's pretty much even for a worldwide gross of 138 million. So back in 1995, that was, it was a pretty good size but it wasn't a hundred million dollar hit today i think a big hit would be like a 200 million dollar hit yeah back then if you hit a hundred million like it's a big hit you're in for a sequel yeah yeah exactly. so would this uh so would that suggest 69 being uh us 68 being worldwide other territories mm. that it is maybe a more uh uniquely american story as in favorable uh, yeah, like, they they, it, they it, would find it more appealing than the rest of the world. Um, Say so something like, for instance, I don't know, uh, maybe uh, I can't think of something like, let's say Days of Thunder. Yeah, that's the movie. 
You should have seen his face. Days of Thunder is like 80s, though, isn't it? Yeah, 89. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, the answer to that question is I think you're on the right track, but not as harsh as a Days of Thunder, okay. where it's just purely yeah, the, American, the American hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think um, I think the, uni- the universal themes, definitely. But there are a few points that lead it to an American story. Okay. Yep. Uh, now, this is interesting. I got 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb ratings over 32,000 votes. So I personally think that that score is a little bit harsh. Um, I, I, I would definitely have it over six, six and a half, maybe even seven. So, yeah. But anyway, for whatever reason, yep. not everyone responded to it. It's 103 minutes long. So just a perfect time for that kind of genre. Would you like to know the genre? Yes. Okay. It's a romantic comedy. Now, I actually think that's a little bit skew if I think I would class personally, I would class this as a comedy. Okay. But has romantic elements. I wouldn't class this as a traditional rom-com. Okay. Like Notting Hill. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tagline for this film is ready or not. There is something in that tagline, but it's very vague. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) The rating is PG. It's just PG written all over it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to the synopsis. Ready? Yeah. This one's going to lead a little bit more here. So when he finds out his longtime girlfriend is pregnant, a commitment phobe realizes he might have to change his lifestyle for the better or much, much worse. Still not much in there, but there is a hint in there. No. I want to say it's like Ashton Kutcher, but I can't think of. Uh, yeah, he was. He, he, he could definitely was, have done this movie. Yeah, but it's not. It's too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, music for what it's worth, because I won't give you any hints at all. Is Hans Zimmer, but don't think it's it's a romantic comedy. So, <laughs> but maybe for some out there, might pick up on what this is. Now, this one's a big one. That will help everyone, I think. The director. Okay. So not everyone will know him, but some will. Uh, the director is Chris Columbus, who was a big director back in the... Yeah. Well, still is. Did he do a Harry Potter as well? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Chris did Harry Potter 1 and 2, started off the franchise, the behemoth. Mm. He also went on to do things like Pixels and Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but he also did... And here's big hints in these next three films, okay? All right. Uh, he also did Bicentennial Man, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Stepmum. This, a review on this film, which again is a bit harsh, but for what it is, must be watched with pain medication. You can take that a couple of ways, actually, yeah. So it could be positive as well. Yeah. 
This is my watch it if you liked yeah. category. Yeah. Um, Sean still hasn't put his hand up yet. No, just so no, you know. no, I haven't yet. <laughs> yep. Maybe you guys have out there. So watch it if you liked Four Weddings and a Funeral. Mrs. Doubtfire was a good one. Uh, License to Wed. And Junior. With um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. That's that's probably a bit too that's later, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So Sean's written something down, yeah. and it's definitely in the pocket. But uh, it would be later, and it'd be bigger, a lot bigger in okay. box office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the quote, just a quote that I picked from the film, is this is a quote by Doctor Kosovich. <laughs> okay. And it's you have a girl. Unless I cut the wrong cord. All right. There's wow. a couple of hints in there, but obviously if you don't know this the movie, it would be quite tough. And this was a really big release on VHS. Dr. Kosovich, Dr. Kosovich, Dr. Kosovich. This was a big release on VHS back in our day. Um, How, what was the tagline again? Can you just repeat the tagline? Not the tagline, the synopsis of it again. Uh, when he finds out his long-time girlfriend is pregnant, a, commi- a commitment phobe realises yeah. he might have to change his lifestyle for better or much, much worse. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this is actually a French remake. It's a remake based on a French film, which I could say, but <laughs> if you know French, you'll know... <laughs> I'll leave that. I'll leave the the name of the French film to the to the last. Yeah, it's quite funny. Um, okay, <laughs> now we're getting in, into the business end. Cast. All right. Starting with support cast. Tom Arnold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joan Cusack, the lovely Joan Cusack. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Now, the lead cast, all from movies that we've mentioned above, yeah. is Julianne Moore. Yeah. Hugh Grant. And a, probably what really made this film good, to be honest, is a wonderful turn as... Dr. Kozovich, which was Robin Williams. I'm thinking it's... Um... No. no I... Close, close, I guess. That's more of a drama, I would say. But yeah. Okay, the French title for this film... <laughs> God. ...is Neuf Moi. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> Neuf. Do your French numbers... I don't know my French oh. numbers. Un, dos, tres? Is that, that's, no, that's not even French. No. Uh, um, neuf mois is, ready for it, everyone? Five, four, three, Nine months? Two. Yes! <laughs> got it! I thought I'd just throw it out there rather than writing it because I didn't have time to stop uh, you. <laughs> but you got, you got there just before I said it. Yeah, just before, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Nine months. Um, so a lot of people, oh. a lot of, a lot of um, listeners probably haven't seen the film. Oh, my God. Uh, it, it's not 
a um, four weddings or a uh, love actually. It's not as good as that, but mm. it's it's not a bad film. I think it's more in the. I think License to Wed with Robin Williams is a very good comp. Yeah, it's not the best film ever, but it's, you know, it's fun. I I uh, saw it once when it came out. Yeah, uh, and then. Yeah, it's never thought of it again. I still you remember know, the release though on VHS. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. remember the cover. Yeah. Um, it's got a close up of uh, Hugh Grant's face, and then Nine yeah. Months is quite big and blue. Yeah, um, in there. So, um, well, that was a bit of a tough one, but um, I thought I'd go back into the nineties just to cater for our forty uh, somethings. <laughs> yeah, there I'm you go. Showing Sean the cover now. Yeah, I just remember yeah. his face was big, and yeah, the the. Nine months was quite large. <laughs> so they're just trying to roll off the success of Mrs. Doubtfire and um, Four Weddings and I forgot Julianne Moore was in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that was good. Yeah, there you go. Did you Did you get it at home? When did you get it? Write to us. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> um, if uh, If you've got uh, any suggestions for a film, you know, write to to Jason. Yeah. <laughs> um, PM me. Yeah. yeah. Find him on uh, Instagram, JMac. Yeah. Eight eight seven six, I think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can remember that. Yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny yeah. I hate it because I'm so competitive, mm. and uh, it's one of the reasons why I don't like playing these games. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one, man, because it's just like it's a very generic movie, too, right? <laughs> no, it is. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, you're it's right. It's a yeah. very generic it's, movie, uh, and. But uh, the, no, the best part about that movie was Robin Williams. He plays this quirky doctor who doesn't know what he's doing. And it's really See, I don't even funny. remember him oh, in that. That's why yeah. when you said him, it just doesn't... Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, all right, well, we're going to move on to, uh, well, what is another new segment? We're killing it this year with new yeah. segments. <laughs> um, as I said before, it's based on basically how Jay and I used to uh, recommend films. And uh, you always lead that question with, have you seen... So on this edition of Have You Seen, <laughs> we're going to be looking at a film. I thought, hey, just stop. I, I, I was thinking more, I thought it was going to be more grand for the first segment. I thought it was going to be like, have you seen La 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 La? Have you seen <laughs> La 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 La? Have you seen La 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 La? But you come and going, I'm in a library and I don't want to talk too loud. And this is a segment of the... <laughs> That was the uh, audio clip that I just put in beforehand. <laughs> oh, yeah, that we have. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen? Cortana. Yeah. Oh, my nah. gosh. Um, sorry, mate. I just had to say it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, so on, uh, on this one, we're going to look at uh, a film. Mm. It's kind of like a, a review a little bit. It's a very short review. On some sort of gem that's fallen through the cracks yeah. that you may not have seen. Um, and it's not necessarily starring people you've never heard of. It could be some of the biggest stars. And in this case, it is it is some of the biggest stars at in the, the world. At the time, they were massive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and we're going to yeah, be looking at a film called What, what Lies, Lies Beneath. Beneath. Yes. So, Jay... Uh, do you want to start this off? What do you... Well, yeah, look, I mean, if, if someone was walking into the video store and said, hey, I'm in the mood for, at the time, uh, that this was released, um, in the mood for a good thriller, this would be an easy recommendation that they yeah. may not have seen, you know. Um, so it's, it's uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis at his, at his height. That's right, yeah. yeah. He was just doing Castaway yeah. while he was doing this film, right? Yeah, and there's a story behind that. In the fact that um, he stopped 
Do you want to talk about this? Or? Oh, no, go ahead. No. No, yeah, yeah well, so the, the story goes that he, he was filming Castaway, which is famous for the mid-sequence in Castaway where Tom Hanks kind of knocks himself out, then wakes up the next, you know, months later and he's lost all that weight. Yeah. Now, he actually had to do that for real. There was no CGI way of doing that. So what they did is Robert Zemeckis was the director of Castaway, of course. Yeah. So he directed the, um, the first half. Then got Tom to go away and lose all his weight. And for the next six months, he squeezed in directing uh, What Lies Beneath yeah. and then came back and finished Castaway, which is quite incredible. <laughs> Not a bad year for him. Uh, right. And well, it yeah. is a full year. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and while people were pushing effects, uh, mm. you know, on, on screen, he, his type of effects were all about sort of – Subtlety. Um, Subtle, yeah. Not knowing dog. there's an effect happening. That's right. They were camera movements. Mm. They, you know, there was two pioneers in this area at this time. It yeah. was Robert Zemeckis and David Fincher. Yeah, and they were all about that. How can we move a camera through a floor, through a window, through a through a um, double story house? And like you, you remember David Fincher doing some some of that in Panic Room. Right? If you yeah, Panic that. Room. Camera yeah. just goes all the way, all the through the house and through the floorboards and roof. And, yeah, and. Um, uh, Robert Zemeckis was famous for doing some of this subtle effects in Forrest Gump, not so much the feather, although that was an effect. But he, you know, he went through the opening shot. He goes through a glass pane, and the camera literally just travels through. I think it was one of the first times you saw that. And anyway, so in this film here, he does dabble in that a, um, a little bit. Well, I think we'll get to that because that I think a lot of his um, subtle camera effects happen in the last act. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The first so. first two acts are very much a a not run in the mill, but a generic kind of setup as a thriller. You know, it's like a they're on a lake house. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Should, should I, let me read this a little yeah, part. Yeah, let's wind back a little bit and tell so, who's in it. <laughs> The, the wife of a university research scientist believes that her lakeside Vermont home is haunted. Uh, I'm. Apologise, I've got a phone call coming through from a no-caller ID, so I won't be answering that one. It stopped. Oh, that's you, one of our listeners. Do you guys uh, yeah. do, do you guys get that a lot out there? Lots of no-caller ID. Do you answer no-caller IDs or Ooh, not? It's a risk. Yeah. It's a bit dangerous. <laughs> so the wife of a university research scientist believes that her lakeside Vermont home is haunted by a ghost or that she is losing her mind. That's a pretty... Simple premise, yeah. Starring the you know huge um, acting chops of Harrison Ford, Mumbles, Mumbles, Harrison Ford, Harrison, Harrison. <laughs> anyway, no, Harrison thinking, Ford, yeah, <laughs> uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer, and Michelle Pfeiffer, and it didn't get bigger than Harrison Ford at that time, really. Yeah, he was massive, you know, and like Michelle Pfeiffer had been. I mean, I wouldn't say recently, but she was uh, Catwoman. Yeah, you know, within that ten year yep, sort of span. Also had uh, Miranda Otto and James Renmar as well. Um, yeah, Harrison Ford, Mister Mumbles. Uh, yeah, so you know he plays <laughs> a, you know some sort of uh, doctor, university yeah. professor dude who's uh, working on <clears throat> some you know was it next gen. Um, cloning or something. Yeah, no, no, it's not, <laughs> not cloning. It's like a chemical or something. But um, here's the thing. So it sets itself up as a bit of a – starts to be like a um, house invasion style thing, like maybe a Disturbia 
you know, yeah. whether something's happening next door. What's happening next door? There's, there's yeah. a weird couple and, and then um, Michelle thinks she sees someone get killed, the wife, and blames the husband. And so she's just kind of thinking things, thinking the worst for the next, next door neighbours. Finally, they meet them and everything seems above board and then she starts to see things around her house and then turns into what seems like a ghost, right? Yeah. So I won't say much more about the actual story other than that. Oh no, we can we can really can't we? Because well, I mean that, that that's about as uh, as far as you probably need yeah, to go. I mean, that, that, is, that's a really good yeah. Uh, there is a twist in it, but I'll leave that. There yes. is a twist that um, it does. It's quite quite not too bad. Anyway, um, so yeah, and and look, this is actually Robert Zemeckis's homage to um, Alfred Hitchcock. Yes, and it's evident. It's definitely evident because yeah. uh, before I knew about that. Actually, you know, like to, I've seen this a few times, but I have watched it recently again just because I, I wanted to go out there and do it. But it occurred to me, I was like, well, this, this moment, she's got some binoculars and she's trying to spy on her neighbours. Yeah. And I was like, this is really reminiscent of Rear Window. Rear window I yeah. wonder if that was on purpose, you know. And, uh, and then, yeah. Man, there are, there are some we shots. We read about it later. There are some shots in the last act where it all becomes the thriller that it is that is just so much homage. There's even like a lot of bath scenes that reminisce like there's even one where someone yeah rips the curtain down from the bath rail That's like right, curtain yeah. rail from the bath and hangs over the there's a lot of that there's there's psycho all over it and the the long panning shots and the weird camera angles and the and the yeah it's just it captures really does capture a and Alfred there's a, Hitchcock there's a load of uh amazing sort of old school jump scares yeah yeah which there are. I found all you know fun yeah, so look, this is um, this is a bit of a gem, you know. And the good thing is that Sean and I have watched it recently, and holds up, holds up well. Um, the only thing is it's it's a slower pace to today's thrillers, but yeah. I think that's twofold. One, 1995, but two, it w- was truly his homage to Hitchcock, and and Hitchcock was a slow, uh, you know, unraveler. You know what I mean? And I think that's in this film as well. Yeah. <laughs> you you know the film's slow when part of her downtime is playing on this massive computer that's like a big box yeah. and she's playing solitaire. Solitaire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one these days, I mean I'm sure there are a few people still that play probably solitaire, but it'd be on their phone. Mm. Uh but yeah, just I remember that because there were in that era there were probably about three games that came for free with every Microsoft yes, computer. Yeah. <laughs> Solitaire, and Solitaire was one. <laughs> <laughs> so that just sort of it gives you a real sense of where you are. Yeah. Um, Look, it looks really good. The only thing yeah. is, um, like as I said, the first two acts looked really clean and, and good. Clean is the exact yeah. word I was thinking of. Yeah. When, when you start to get into the FX part of it in the last act, and all the FX are just um, slow, um, camera shots that go in and out of the car and through the house, and you know, cool things. But they're just they're, they're probably aging just ever so slightly. They still they still succeed today. Yeah. But something's just not quite right. Your eye just catches something. Goes, hey, what happened there? That was that right. Whereas today it'll be almost seamless. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, well, it doesn't ruin the film at all. No, no, and, and and there are a couple of shots which are below the floorboards, mm. but they put um, you know, 
clear glass like in. Perspex or something. So you can actually, it's, it's just odd that you can sort of uh, be in the world with these people mm. and then the, the camera will go below. underneath the floorboards, but you're still looking at them. Yeah, no, that's, yeah there's some clever things yeah. in there that for the most part actually really work. Uh, I mean, obviously, Zemeckis, just to remind you, Zemeckis' catalogue is like Back to the Future 1, 2, 3, Forrest Gump, Flight, Romancing the Stone, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Castaway, Death Becomes Her, Contact, then we get into Polar Express, A Christmas Carol, The Walk, Allied, and the very um, um, shocking Welcome to Marwin. But, I yeah. mean, that's a, man, that's a filmography, if I've ever seen one from a director. Yeah, yeah it's no, great. he's very good. Um, just some little things I picked up on the film. I just mm. want to, yeah. yeah. So you know, it's a you know thriller. So you, of course, you've got a classic big house with creaky wooden floors everywhere. Yeah. So brilliant. Oh, and, and the house is beautiful. It is. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, in fact, you know, you you know that they're rich uh, because yeah. of the fact that um, when someone's like, I, I heard noises. What should I do? Call the police. <laughs> I, you put that into reality obviously yeah. of like right now i just heard a noise i stopped the podcast went in turned on some lights looked yeah it ah, could have been a raptor at our front door but. <laughs> um yeah it's a bit it's funny how you know, different people in different yeah. lives will do things um <laughs> and the the neighbors were they swingers do you think because uh, <laughs> there's a really odd scene right at the beginning, yeah, where they start obviously having sex. It's a sex off, and it's then, a noise off. Yeah, and then Harrison yeah. Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer decide to give them a run for their money. Yeah, I just that was. I mean, fine. It was just a really odd moment. I think back there it was probably quite quite humorous. They uh, the '90s really have a, a set feeling. Mm. You know, you know that you're at a, on a movie set, even though. Yeah. You're at a house or whatever it is, and I really like it. I feel safe in that environment. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no shaky cameras, or it's all very still shots, and you know, yeah, everything. Like the camera moves, but it's not shaking or yeah. anything. But That's, everything's lit perfectly yeah. outside, even. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you just know that you're on a film set. <laughs> so it, it kind of has a little bit of a. Um, J horror film, a feel, without being really horrific. Yeah. Imagine a J thriller, like a Japanese thriller, uh, without a cre- creepy Japanese girl, but it's got that feel to it. Yeah. Don't know whether that was a bit of an inspiration for him as well. But So you mentioned before, because this film came out in uh, 2000, you mentioned before that um, uh, <laughs> with the game that we just played, the $69 million price tag mm. well this film was a hundred million dollars yeah that was yeah uh and so it made a hundred million no it was made for yeah, so million. that's a lot of money yeah. back then. yeah and you Man. can see like those effects at that time would have spent uh, would have cost that much um but worldwide they they re- brought back 291 yeah right. it's not bad for that time yeah that's good good turnaround six months the thing with that budget though like honestly there would have been probably 10 FX shots in that whole movie that were complicated. Yeah. That would have cost a lot of money. Yeah. Right? Back then. Um, like you think of an Avengers Infinity War, there are thousands and thousands yeah. of FX shots. Well, now everything would be done computers and yeah. it's just a bit cheaper. And also, you're, well, I guess Infinity War has a lot of stars, but back then you're paying for two of the biggest stars around. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, Harrison Ford probably, gosh, I'm, I'm just going to make this up, but he would have been maybe, you know, on 20 million for that film. You know, he was. Yeah, that was the sort of amount for the big guys, wasn't yeah, it? About 20, 25. Like Will Smith, Tom Cruise, Leo, even a little bit. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Around, Jim well, Carrey. He was probably just hit, hitting up around that mark, yeah, maybe. They were all kind of that 20, 25 million was a maximum. Yeah. Even uh, Johnny Depp and, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what they get these days. I haven't followed the like, same people. Well, no, just like what's the top dollar that you oh, would spend? The like the rock. Well, well, what happens now is that they do a front and a back end. Yeah. So they go, okay, I want forty million up front, and then I want a percentage of profits as well. And so some of them, like you know Johnny Depp in Pirates and things like that, but he can do he can earn over a hundred million in a film. Oh god, it's just crazy. Yeah. That's why they keep doing it. It's like, well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., like, he probably, out of Iron Man 3, he would have had a uh, you know, cut of, of the back end. Oh, yeah. Especially being the original Marvel Avenger. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he can ask what he wants. So you've come into the video store. This is what we rec- we've recommended that you see what lies beneath. So your job right now, listening to this podcast is to go and find out where you can watch What Lies Beneath. And if you're in Australia, it's on, um, uh, I think, Stan or Netflix. Do you want me to have a look? Yes, please, yeah. Um, But it's definitely on uh, one of those. If you haven't got the app uh, Just Watch, that's what I use when I need to find something quickly. So, um, yeah, Just Watch, just basically you put your title in and it comes up saying, Uh, watch it here, watch it there. It's on Foxtel now. Foxtel and Netflix. So it's and on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. So there you go. The whole so, world can watch on Netflix right now. Yeah, so jump on Netflix, yeah. watch What Lies Beneath and uh, and let us know what you think. Yeah, look, it's a good little thriller. Just remember it's 2000. Remember it's Hitchcock's Low. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it though if you know those two things. And just a little bit of a tidbit for you is um, do you know who this was written by? No. This was written by a guy named Clark Gregg. Okay, yeah. Some nutters will know who who that is, (laughs) right? This is the guy, Clark Gregg, plays um, Agent Phil Coulson in The Avengers. Oh, really? And and S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's him, him. He wrote this movie. I had no idea. Yeah. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. (laughs) Um, Well, so on the point where you were saying about watching it, you can't watch this on your phone. You can't watch this on your laptop in bed. You please have to put it onto your TV. Yeah, good call. With a good sound system. Yeah, yeah. Because all of this really matters to this film. Because if you don't have those, then I, I don't want to listen to your whining uh, on social media about <laughs> yeah. why you didn't enjoy it because it didn't make you just scary or jump or whatever. Uh, yeah, you really need to involve yourself and 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 give yourself the time to watch Commit this to the film. Yeah, I yeah. agree and. I watched it with my daughter and, um, you know, she's seen pretty much every horror film ever made and she was genuinely jumping in, mo- in moments. Oh, good. Yeah. Now, as, as Sean said from the, up, from the top end, it's, um, it's, it's, you know, traditional jump scares. You know, it's the cat coming out. You know, it's those kind of things. It's not evil. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, give it a look. We seem to have something evil in this house right yeah. now. It's, uh, there's a lot of wind, I think, going up around the Central Coast. We're going to move on to our last segment. <laughs> it's called Two Drunk Guys and a Pocket. Two Drunk Guys 
in the bucket. <laughs> oh god, I, it's been you know, a while. I've always wanted to have a Wayne's World type of show. <laughs> you know, sitting in a garage and just yeah. streaming out to the world. Yeah, well, but, this um, is it. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah, but you know, I like to be visual sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So we could do. We can always just put a camera up and put it on YouTube. Right, well, let's do that then. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So this is a segment uh, where we have a bucket. We have two drunk guys. Uh, although, I mean, Jason's drinking mid-strength blackjacks, uh, yeah. and I had one vodka. So we're kind of drunk. We're one and a half <laughs> drunk guys, and the bucket. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this segment is where we take a word, right, that we have picked out of a, a bucket, and we uh, will try and attach all of the thoughts that our nostalgic minds throw up about that particular word. And my favourite is always, you know, when we talk about dog, <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing that comes to my mind is black dog. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, every, it's the first thing that comes to everybody's mind, Sean. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, mine is Marley and me. That's right. And it, as it should be, it's very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today's word. Let me just get out of the... Can I have a look at that paper? <laughs> no. Why not? It's meant to be a surprise. Oh, well, after you read it, can I have a, a look? To analyse it? Yeah. yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Okay. <clears throat> okay. Mm. Interesting. Come on, man. This, word, is my favorite, this, is my, this is my favorite segment. This is my favorite segment. The word. <laughs> oh, there's a double meaning to the word is rain, but it is R-E-I-G-N. Okay, well, there's... Yeah, I mean, you can go loads of places with that medieval. Mm. Yeah, obviously, yeah, I went medieval quickly. Um. Okay, well, <clears throat> let's just throw it out there then. Elizabeth. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Kate Blanchett, Elizabeth, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, the greatest reign in... What's the second one, the golden child? <laughs> <laughs> the golden That's circle. Murphy. <laughs> The golden no, that's, era. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's the uh, golden staff. No, no. <laughs> it's I think of it. The uh, golden. Oh, what is that? I'll have a look. Yeah, right, you got to look, look at it. But she. I, I lost interest. Now, what about um, what about Troy? Who's reigning in that? Brad Pitt, man. It's Brad Pitt in Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt. <laughs> but is he raining as Brad Pitt? Like, Brad Pitt's raining. <laughs> uh, yeah, <that> is, uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? Golden. Uh, I haven't got there yet. Oh, like, okay. yeah. I'm just trying to fill, man. <laughs> While you fart ass around and dick around on IMDb. <laughs> uh, what about Gladiator? <laughs> okay, yeah, there's a rain there, isn't there? Yeah. Um, the thing about Joaquin. that is he was royalty, like, he was born into the bloodline and then lost it all and never quite got to the top again and then died. So yeah. he didn't go but, back to reign 
have, you know, have everything under his power again, but he got close. No, but Joaquin he Phoenix. Redeemed, he redeemed himself. Yeah, Joaquin, elbow to the head. Uh, tell me why when I think of rain, does Blade come to mind? Can you just tell me about Elizabeth, please? Oh, mate, I'm getting through. She's done 150 million films. Blade. Um, I guess there's a hierarchy with vampires. Is that what you mean? Oh, maybe. Like, mm. oh, because the, I guess it's, uh, they're really quite old. Like there's the old blood circle rain. of them. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's when you said rain, I, I was picturing the blood raining down on them. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's the first Elizabeth. God, she, look, look at this. I'm going to go from the first Elizabeth to the second Elizabeth. She did an ideal husband. That kind of fits in with nine months for me. <laughs> uh, then you got Pushing Tin. That yeah. was a nice little yeah. role. Probably doesn't play well today, but it was good back then. Yep. Talented Mr. Ripley. Yep. Um, the Gift. That's a gem that we should probably talk yeah. about at some point. Because nobody's watching that. And that's, I'm writing that down. The Gift. Yeah, we should, re- we should visit that. That is definitely a heavy scene. Um, Bandits, Lord of the Rings, Charlotte Grey, Shipping News, Lord of the Rings, Veronica Gurin, Gurin, Coffee and Cigarettes, The Missing, Lord of the Rings, Life Aquatic with uh, Steve Suzu, The Aviator, Little Fish, Babel, The Good German, Notes on a Scandal, Hot Fuzz, I'm Not There, and then Elizabeth, The Golden Age. Oh, the golden age. Oh, we're my now, God. Yeah, we're just there. Then, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. What a filmography. She is. Indiana Jones, Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Hannah, The Hobbit, Blue Jasmine, The Hobbit. No, she's amazing. I, go, oh, man, I can go, you just keep going on amazing, and on and on. Amazing, amazing. I love her. I love her. I love her. Um, we'll just talk about Kate Blanchett's filmography if you weren't on that page. Okay. Uh, what else? Well, there's heaps of medieval stuff. I mean, you could obviously go to um, <laughs> to the biggest question of them all. Who will reign in Game of Thrones? <laughs> Who will have the chair? Who will sit in the chair? Do you have any guesses? Or you want on, to talk did about you just that? call it a chair? <laughs> I said throne and then chair. I know. <laughs> I mean, how, how dedicated are you to this no. uh, world? A chair. The With Iron Throne of, yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, um, who will have it? Um, I don't, I've never read the books, and I think this is off script now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's off script anyway. Yeah, so they, can, they uh, just make it up. I would think that Jon Snow gets it, if if it's like any sort of Hollywood type of show, but it's kind of never yeah, been yeah, there, yeah. has it? Well, on paper, it should be Khaleesi and Jon Snow by her side. Yeah. Because she said to him, like, I will rule. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to come with me or not? You know. Yeah. I don't think of, he wants to rule the thing. He no, just wants he's to rule kind of submitted to that a little bit and then, yeah. then uh, realised it. So he wants a little bit of love and to rule the North. <laughs> oh, a few spoilers there. Whoops. Um, yeah. What about – do you know what I thought of, interestingly, and you may not have seen this film. It's um, Lord of the Flies. Uh, I mean, I was 16 or something when I yeah. saw it. Yeah. So this this is a, a you know, classic book. It's been remade a couple of times, um, telly movie movie, but it's a great film actually, and uh, it really is a survivor. Yeah. But for te- uh, teenagers or kids, yeah. Because again, it's a coming of age, but it really is you know, who will reign within that you know 
um, 25 boys get kind of stuck on an island for years and it ends up, you know, going through all those social kind of um, arcs that happen um, when, when in that situation. Yeah, so, yeah, I think uh, I think of that movie for sure when I think of rain. Um, I keep having the sprinkles of rain coming down. <laughs> and just to, you know, I know we'll definitely go back to medieval, I'm sure. But I've been thinking of what are the best rain moments. We should do a top five on this. But um, what are the best, like, moments where rain is involved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the notebook. Oh, yeah. Like, you wrote me every day for a year. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wrote you every day for a year. Yeah. yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Shawshank's got to be end. number one. You know, yeah. when he's, he's... Looking up. Yeah. Going, you bastard. No, no, he's looking up going, <laughs> yes, I've done it. That was amazing. There's got to be a... Is it Romeo and Juliet? I can't remember if it's raining there, but no, I don't think it was. No, he was point. out in the desert. Yeah. Um, but that's a good... We should do a rain compilation. Top five. <laughs> yes. That's a great one. Rain. <laughs> Why haven't you listeners recommended this to us yet? <laughs> um, all right, well, let's not talk about it. I think that's a good top yeah, five. Okay. So, so R-E-I-G-N, Rain. We're back to that. There is um, a movie called Rain. <laughs> R-E-I-G-N, Jan. What's that? Well, it's like a mini oh, It's probably a DTV. Yada, yada, yada. What about like, is, are there any sports teams that have reigned in movies? Um, like for instance, Major League with, <laughs> <laughs> with Cleveland Indians. You always found a way back, didn't you? <laughs> they, they weren't necessarily reigning. Mm. <laughs> Most sports films seem to have a team that is always doing yeah. bad and then comes Sh- good. Chicago Bulls three-peat, but that hasn't been a movie yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, because, yeah, but, but isn't that funny with sports films? Is there a sports film where you start and and the start of the movie that where the team is already strong? Oh, yeah, right. So it's, it's not an underdog story? Yeah, because <laughs> Remember the Titans <laughs> is, you know, um, yeah. Varsity Blues, all that. So you're sort of always building up these teams. Yeah. Um, even baseballs. Uh, what's the one with Keanu Reeves? That was the... The Rookie. No, no, the recruit, the no, recruit, um, the replacements. Oh no, that that yeah, yes, that's his. Um, sorry, yeah, you're right. That's his football one, right? Oh, that, he did that, a baseball one, and that was very good. Um, he was a coach, and he went out and coached like a um, community side. And there was a a, a kid. Um, they're all young black kids, most or most of them are. And um, the the pitcher was always listening to music. And that's one of the first times that I was like, oh, yeah, I've always loved that song, which was Notorious B.I.G. They call uh, me Big Papa. It was a way to give himself confidence. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. How old's the film? Uh, anything I talk about seems to be late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So I cannot remember him yeah. being a coach in a baseball. Yeah. He doesn't want to coach them. Yeah. Like it's, it's that perfect story of like a businessman yeah. who's been sentenced to – do community service. I remember, do you remember the Kevin Bacon one near up there? Oh, when he goes over Basketball to um, in somewhere Af- in Africa. Yeah, Africa, recruits a tall, tall dude. Yeah. Um, that was kind <laughs> of okay. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. I haven't thought about that for a while. That's another one I'd like to watch again. The air up the boys there, Kevin Bacon. That. 
that kind of that fits into the same Cool Runnings. Like Cool mm, Runnings. Yeah, was, I was thinking of Cool Runnings. Yeah. yeah, it's very much Cool Runnings, but not quite as. But good. again, not a good team. Then yeah. a good team. I love those sports movies where they get the uh, you know they have to go out and recruit and scout for just the uh, what do you call them like the the reckless crew or yeah the ragtag bunch yeah and, yeah well that that's you know I mean Major League started well not started but that was a big one for that I uh, I mean I can't talk about it too much on here <laughs> but uh, I've been you know working on two ideas mainly um, and one of those has always been uh, based around I like high school films it has always been based around um, uh, you know a, a an American kid who's going to school in Australia and wants to start a baseball team over here. And to get people involved and interested, he starts recruiting from um, – and it's it's going to have some sort of plot. It's not going to be new, you know what I mean? It's going to have some sort of plot of where they need to save something at the school or right. help someone along or whatever. And to do that, they need to win this competition or play in this competition. And – They'll go and recruit. You're going to have the choice between um, High School Musical, the High School Musical, or the basketball team, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> the, they'll go and recruit for like from a, a, a tennis, <laughs> and someone that's playing tennis can can be a pitcher, and yeah. you know someone that's obviously going and playing cricket will be something else. And um, yeah, it would just be a nice teen, uh, heartwarming comedy with some drama in it because mm. I love the drama. You have got to bring the drama. That's the. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you like those sort of style of films, but I want to make one that's in Australia. Yeah, okay. Tough. Sure. Sure. What about um, what about something like uh, The King's Speech? Well, yeah, okay, he's a ruler. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that film. That I've got funny. to watch that again. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought, I thought it was great. If you haven't seen The King's Speech, it's like King George the... <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, and you know he is. Um, everyone knows that he he's he's quite a stutterer. Yeah, he's got a speech impediment. Speech impediment. So he um, yeah he gets help from Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, he's great. Jeffrey Rush uh, yeah. to try and work on that, and so he can go out and give public speak speeches without uh, sort of having to pause stuttering, all the time. Yeah. And, and stuttering. It's just really good. And again, it's about their bond and, you know, and he finally obviously gets the confidence to yeah. deliver a grand. And it's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's Tom Hooper. Yeah. That directed it. you go. Yeah. I just don't like games. <laughs> <laughs> if you did all of that, I wouldn't have movie thing. I just don't like games. I don't, I'm just, it is. Games make me nervous. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh so you're not good for you know local pub trivia? No, not really. Nah. No, not your scene. No, <laughs> but it's not <laughs> my kind of scene. We had a moment yeah. in the car to that song <laughs> going to Mudgy. Yeah, is um, I stole all the money out of your towel off the beach. What? <laughs> <laughs> Two hands. Oh. Yeah, it's a scene in Two Hands where uh, I don't know if if, is that, if is that song in Two Hands is one of the um, Powderfinger songs. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, not sure which one. Yeah, I Happiness. Thought I, I thought it was that one, but um, but anyway, yeah, Two Hands, great Australian film. Rose Heath Byrne. Ledger, Rose Byrne. Yeah, and Rose Byrne's uh, you know, great guns right now. Mm. Yeah, Heath up. Ledger not so much. Hasn't done a film in the last eight years. Oh man, oh <laughs> dude, are you serious? <laughs> It's too early. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Like, I really do. 
Clearly, you haven't moved on. Well, come on, like, this is not ever sense of humor. Oh, it's just a bit dark for 11 p.m. at night. <laughs> well, I thought that was the more appropriate time yeah. to have a little bit of darkness. Anyway, after two hours, no one's listening to this part <laughs> of the episode, so it's fine. But he's no, he's very, uh, he's very, um, he was a great actor, except when he was in like the early years of, say, um, was he on like Neighbors or Home and Away? Home and Away, yeah, yeah. I've never liked anyone that's been on Home and Away like that. Uh-uh. Like, you know, I've enjoyed Home and Away in the past. Um, you know, Dieter Brummer, what a legend. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's so good. Uh, and, what about Brian Brown? And that's why he never made it. See, if I don't like you on Home and Away, you're, about, you're bound to be a superstar. Yeah. So you're the reason why they make it. Because <laughs> yeah. he didn't like him. Yeah. Brian Brown. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Brian Brown in, yeah, in that, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Two hands. <laughs> Two hands. Yeah. Uh, no, because I just started thinking of Sweet Country. I don't know if I spoke about that a whole lot. No. I saw that. I, I saw this. Yeah, right. Um, a week and a half ago. Do you know they're making a sequel to it now? Yeah, right. Yeah. You've got to watch it. It's on SBS. Yeah, yeah. Um, Demand. Demand. And it's it's well worth it. Like, it's a slow-moving story, mm. but it's quality. Yeah. Um, I found the so first... I've heard nothing... But good things about it, yeah. great things about it, actually. Yeah. I found the first 15, 20 minutes of dialogue and the way they delivered it was a bit stunted. Yep. And I started to get arced up a little bit about it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I've heard good things about it. Relax yeah. into this movie. <laughs> so that's a, good, that's a good way to put it, actually, just relaxing into a movie sometimes. Sometimes you've yeah. got to. Just, just put it aside. Just get back into it. You know, start fresh almost. This person is trying to tell a story yeah yeah because you know you, there aren't that many characters in it you, you are looking at a time after world war one or two i can't remember which one yeah um and everyone's coming back to australia and starting to uh work like out in the sort of middle of nowhere uh you know on farms and things like that and people live in like one room houses little sheds yeah, right. sort of thing and then you you own your station and Sam Neill is one of the people that owns his station and he has um, two uh, Aboriginals who work on the station with him who uh, he treats as equals. Yeah. But it's evident that nobody else around him and the small town treats um, the Indigenous with any respect. Yeah. And it's it's really interesting seeing how all the uh, sort of dynamic works and, uh, you know, for a lot of it, the, the director did a great job because you, you, I do like, you know, I wasn't part of that world back then, but you feel guilty the yeah, whole right. time, you know, and, and Sam Neill's a nice sort of leveler, but yeah, even right. then it's, it's, it's kind of a, a pat on the head type of respect he has for yeah, 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 people, yeah. you know, you yeah. know, he's trying to, he's trying Fine, to say that he has a, this equalness, but it's not really. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's just such a well-made yeah, cool. film. I, I want to watch that. I, I definitely want to watch that. I think it was in Tony's uh, top five, yeah? It was, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, which is one of the reasons I thought I, I, I hadn't seen it. Mm. And in fact, last year, I don't think I saw like many Australian films. So I was like, okay. Any of his top five? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to see, I, you know, you've got to, you've got to support your own country. Oh, yeah. And if, yeah. if I, I can't I sit here and tell that. people to go and watch that film, yeah. I'm, not, I'm doing a disservice to our... Um, our industry because yeah. it was brilliant. Yeah, I agree with that. Got to support your uh, local stuff, and you know sometimes it's a slog, and sometimes you got you find gems, and it's just the way yeah. we you know express ourselves, I guess. Well, you went and saw that safari film, right? 
Yes. Whatever it was, and which was swinging safari. Yeah, which wasn't a hundred, like a. It's not one you're going to recommend for years to come. It's, no, it was tough to recommend, but I kind of laughed. It was very wrong and very dark, very black, yeah. black humor. You know, um, very wrong humor. But I kind of laughed all the way through. I, I liked it, but man, there's a lot of people who just go, "This is shit." Yeah, <laughs> I kind of liked it. I wouldn't mind watching that again, actually. What about um, something that keeps coming? A complete change of pace and genre back to rain is, um, and there's. The Green Little sequel is coming to America. Oh with yeah, Eddie Murphy. What? Oh, Rain. Oh yeah, again, yeah, he's a king. King, yeah. yeah. Uh, or Wakanda? Prince to start. That was in Wakanda. No, I can't. I can't. I can't remember which. Uh, yeah, where he's from. It's a mm. fake place, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> it did sound like Wakanda. I'm gonna have a look. Yeah, have a look. Yeah. So, so, so basically, Eddie Murphy is the prince, and before the, the, his family are trying. Oh, James Earl Jones, who was his dad. Is yes. trying is trying to feed not feed him set him up with a wife yeah and uh, they're all just so obedient which is evident by when he asks one of the girls to bark like a dog and yeah. she she's hopping on one leg barking like a dog in a scene it's also like a bit of a rite of passage as well just go away and just have some fun come back and then you yeah. must come back with you know marry yeah you must come yeah. back and marry I'll let yeah. you do it yeah but yeah. you've got to come back and marry. Who you who we want? Like the Amish, and of course he ends up having you know lots of fun. Zamunda and Arsenio Hall is in it as well as his best mate, Prince Akim of Zamunda. Zamunda, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he's great. So now I imagine. Uh, oh, actually, we don't really know what the story is with this one yet. Uh, Do we? I have heard something. Hang on, unknown. <laughs> Because I, I would love to know what it's about, but uh, I, I've heard lots of rumours, but but nothing you know that's been said. Yeah, there was. I did read something about it. Apparently, I, I don't want to say because I'll be wrong. But it, no. maybe something to do with his son. Is there a son? I'm feeling a son. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard that maybe um, he when he was there, and you you know he was meeting all these people. Maybe he did sleep with a few, and he's got one son that's there now. Yeah, so he's gone back to to meet the son yeah. or something. Um, but that, I think that was a dream, like, <laughs> as, as in that's what I want to happen. I just want to see old school Eddie back on the screen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, let him – or not let him like, – yeah, he like, needs to let himself loose. Yeah, just make a bad Beverly Hills Cop 4. Great. You know, make a bad Coming to America too. Great. <laughs> I, I really hope to laugh at this one. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I hope, uh, hope it's good. Because, you know, like I watched Daddy Daycare. Uh, maybe you know within the last two months, um, which is kind of a regular thing yeah. uh, around here, and it's a good movie. Oh, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fun. But then he it's did good. things like Doolittle, oh, which yeah, wasn't did, great. Oh, I mean, Doolittle one was kind of okay, Passable. but there were some bad ones later on, where he's wearing all the um, Nutty Professor. The first one was okay. Yeah, had feeling. Yeah, second one was just fart jokes. Yeah, all the way through. I mean, Norbert was tough. Oh, Norbert was tough, yeah. yeah. I don't think I got through all of that. Yeah. What was that one with Steve mm. Martin? Um, that was good, Bowfinger. Bowfinger. So, but that was kind of a almost culty as well. Because that was definitely yeah, culty, yeah. Because I liked Bowfinger. Because he, he plays himself in that as, um, a bro- as his brother, as yeah. his twin. Yeah, his twin um, yeah. But then Charlie Murphy, like... Plays yeah. the back of his head when, whenever um, Eddie Murphy's talking to himself in a scene. Well, for real. in the, Charlie in the Murphy's yeah, the back right, of the other head, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charlie Murphy! Well, I tried to show my girls that movie and within 20 minutes they're like going, Dad, 
I can't watch this. Tap. I'm like, damn it. Damn. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I remember watching it uh, on um, VHS, uh, what do they call it, you know, the... Time codes. Time codes, yeah. 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 I watched it over <laughs> and over. I think it was one of the ones where... Heather Graham. Because you had a rule where um, if the time codes came in, you even if you weren't working for like two days, you had to leave them there. And then little by little, as we all got to know the job and whatever, we'd be like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Take him, watch him, bring him back. Like, you know, Jay's going to be in Jay's going to be ah, in this time. Is that right? Gotta, yeah, of course. You text someone if, or whatever, I'd call them. Um, you know, if they weren't, if it hadn't been brought back when you opened up the next morning, oh, yeah. Jay's coming on at one, man. Make sure you get it back. <laughs> what we're talking about is that the, um, as a video store, you get, um, pre-screen screeners, you know, yeah. but they're on VHS tapes. Yeah, and you get them, I don't know, maybe a month before they came out or something like yeah, that. Something, something like, that. like that. Always um, two films. So two it was films a very one heavy VHS, VHS tape. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, always get one good one and one bad one. Yeah, <laughs> but obviously, yeah, I had some rules, did I? Okay. Yeah, mate. I think um, you said it tonight once. I think uh, one of the greatest reigns in film history and we're about to revisit it again this year the lion king oh yeah <laughs> it's a circle of life man i can't wait for this movie yeah. i've seen dumbo advertised again yeah uh it was on today in front of mary poppins yep and it looks very good yeah um and i'm sure we're gonna have some fun with it but yeah. nothing can beat the lion king yeah well it's yeah it's a classic to, you know, a billion people, you know what I mean? It's just mm. one of the best films ever made, you know, and it's, it's all about the story. At the end of the day, it's all about the story and they just captured it so well. And, you know, I mean, I guess like Aladdin's a classic story too, but I just, yeah, yeah we'll see. Who is Scar in this one? Do you remember? Yeah, well, yeah, Scar's Idris Elba, isn't it? Oh, yeah, okay. So, because that's, that's interesting because yeah. obviously uh, – James L. Jones, the voice um, of Mufasa, and then in, in Jeremy Irons was the the, um, the voice of um, Scar. Yes. So you know, behind the scenes, you've got a black actor with a nice, boomy, deep mm. voice, and then you know, a white actor who doesn't have that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Chidwell for I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So still another actor who is very Big expressive. Deep voice. Yeah. Deep voice. Seth Rogen is Pumba. Yeah. Keegan Michael Key as Kamari, Donald Glover as Simba. Um, the best one is, as you said, James L. Jones as Mufasa. Yeah. Um, John the, Oliver. Yeah, John Oliver as, uh, as Zazu. 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 <laughs> um, John Kenny as Rafiki. I'm not sure. I don't know who John Kenny is. is. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. Because uh, it's just going to be such an event. Oh yeah, it'll be huge. It'll Take be your huge. your family, your kids. I, I'd like to go with my mum. Yeah, yeah, you know, to see this film. Well, I mean, you think back then in 1994, like it was pretty much the biggest animation of all time. Yeah. Um, and so everyone who watched it then will absolutely watch it again now. Plus, a new generation who are growing up on these. On Jungle Books of the World and the new CGI yeah. and yeah, it'll be massive if it, if it's good. <laughs> and all John Favreau's got to do is just 
follow the story of the original. Yep. Um, it would be interesting to see what he does with the music, how much song he has in there. Obviously, yeah. the Jungle Book, he only had two or three, three songs. I'm not sure if that's the way to go. I don't know. But yeah. I'm happy to listen to songs if, if it works within the characters, but maybe the characters look so real, so good, that maybe songs may not don't work. Don't work, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's right, yeah. Tough, tough decision, the, the The hand-drawn animation makes it a lot easier to yeah. have fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we do trust in John Favreau. Yeah. Uh, but he has taken on one of, like, the the biggest challenges of his life. Yeah, gold the, property. Yeah, because it's perfect. Yeah. You, you know, and he yeah, can... Yeah, the movie is perfect. Yeah, the only thing He is, can't do better. No. He can only do the same or ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sign here, sign here, and as if you would. <laughs> as if you'd take on that task. <laughs> there are so many other projects out there, John. Um, My God, no, thank you. <laughs> but uh, I did watch Lion King not long ago, and I did find myself thinking that the animation could do with an update. This was before the announcement. Um you know, okay. I just thought, oh, yeah, like a, the story is still amazing. And, yeah. and, and the animation, for, for the time, the animation was superior. But, yeah, I just, I felt the animation was a bit how you're doing, you know, 20 years on. Well, because I watch a lot of kid stuff yeah. now. Yeah. Um, it, uh, again, we, again, that's one of the things that they'll put on every so often. I didn't find it too bad. Um, like, I know it's an animation from the 90s, but, yeah, uh, yeah it didn't bother me. I'm happy to watch it now. I mean, after this, let's watch it again. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just got the soundtrack going through my head right now. Yeah, okay. Which one? What's in there? Right, everything. The Circle um, of Life? No. Uh, it's the one where Simba and Hang Nala. On. Everything. Circle of Life? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Thanks. I, I'm, do, I'm looping. All right. It's the one where um, it's the uh, flute. And Simba and Nala are young, the pups, and they're just walking down the field and they just kind of, just before they want to start to be a bit naughty, I think with Zazu flying over the top, it's like... (laughs) I think it's time to wrap up the podcast. (laughs) Okay. uh, (laughs) Two drunk guys in a bucket delivers again. Oh, my God. Oh, guys, <laughs> thanks for listening to Off Topic with the Movie Guys. Obviously, we're the Movie Guys. And yeah. uh, go back and listen to our um, best of 2019, <laughs> what's upcoming. Yeah. All right, if you want to... Uh, it's already completely changed, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. You'll still at least know what projects are out there and mm. uh, you can look out for them. Um, otherwise, uh, we'll hopefully see you around the Oscars time. Oscars are coming up. Yeah, Woo! Next next episode is Oscars. Yeah. Pre, Pre-Oscars, get your tips ready. That's right. Yeah. If you don't want to watch the Oscars, don't worry about it. You can listen to us. <laughs> Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thanks for joining. See you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>